0: I met Brittany at a seminar in early 2019. She was very beautiful. She had a bubbly personality. After we had spoken on the phone a little bit, we exchanged text messages, and then I asked her out. So at dinner, we were having a good time. She asked me, did I have a girlfriend? And I told her no, and she asked me, was I sure? I was just thinking like, hmm, she really didn't believe me the first time. After that date, for about a week, we exchanged a couple more text messages. In one of her texts, Brittany asked me again if I was sure I didn't have a girlfriend. So I was busy when the text came through, so I really didn't answer at that time, but a little bit later, I revisited that text message and that's when the red flag was like, yeah. In my past relationship, I had those type of issues, but she really didn't believe anything I said, and it was just a bunch of drama. So instead of texting Brittany back, I just didn't reply. So I admit that I did ghost her. Britney wasn't giving me a chance to be honest, so you know I felt like I really didn't need to give her a chance. How you doing? Pretty good. good I really, to see you. I see you.
1: You guys know each other? Yes. Hey, Casper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, it starts.
1: Brooklyn, y'all haven't seen each other since um, April. Yeah, since April. When you first met Brittany, what did you think of her? I thought she was amazing.
0: I thought she's very she obviously she's very pretty, and you know, her personality is what
1: really stuck out to the most to me. So
0: right. yeah.
1: And uh you you start seeing some red flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the first red flag you saw that made you think, yeah. Well, the whole thing she kept asking me, did
0: I have a girlfriend? Yeah. It was. Okay. It was a sign of trust you? Shoes. No, I didn't have a girl. <laughs> see,
1: see, see, see. Oh <laughs> see. She's
0: still on it. She's still on it.
1: Okay. So April nineteenth, twelve fourteen a.m. Brittany says, "I had a good time. Thank you for my hot wings. Next time, I'm going to beat you. Also, I know I asked you this on the date, but are you sure you don't have a girlfriend?" <laughs> now, this is this is the first date, right? Right. May 2nd, 8.29 p.m. Brittany, hey, is everything good between us? You don't have a girlfriend or anything. Well,
2: because he stopped texting as much, he stopped calling as much, so. Because you're fucking be crazy.
1: May 8th, 11.36, Brittany, you never answered my question. <laughs> and like, I hate when guys start backing off and don't tell me what's going on. Uh, so a bye. Please just tell me.
3: Yeah, the problem is Bricklin, you fucking...
1: Just a little busy You right are waving now. red flag. May 10th, 5.57 p.m. Brittany. hey, everything good? Bricklin? yeah, just busy. Uh, Brittany. okay, did you still want to meet up and go to the movies and then bowling? Crickets.
0: Now, course, go Ghost. Huh? ghost. To that. It reminded me of some drama that I went through in a relationship I had trigger. in the past. Trigger, trigger.
2: Don't just... Stop texting me or stop calling. And then here I am wondering what's going on. And, like, you don't leave somebody unread like that. Like, just say you didn't want to go. Like, don't be a coward about
1: it, you
3: Ooh, know? I would have lit her ass <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> I do apologize for not responding to your text.
2: In none of those messages, you never said, you keep asking me if I have a girlfriend that's bothering me. Like, you never said that.
1: Right,
3: Dr. Phil? I can't see what's going on. Okay. Um, there's so many things to unpack here.
1: She is clearly
3: a waving red flag. And this is what I've been saying, niggas. Women and men. Y'all need to understand. That shit right there, which she was doing, we have all been there. It's like, that is it. That is it. She is the relationship. Not the, I. not asking she's you the, that. She's the woman that you got to tell her on Sunday. You going out the following weekend with your home, but like around Friday or Saturday. But she's still going to start an And then on Friday, like Friday. You never like, told me. You like, never like, told me. I've been literally giving you in, like insight to this whole thing the whole week.
2: You know, I don't like dating people that you have to slow walk them into your personal plans with your friends and shit. Because like, look, they, on Friday... Look, today's Sunday. It's on Sunday, Friday, Friday, I'm going out <laughs> to the pool hall. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, babe. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, Monday comes. Don't forget, Yo. on Friday, I'm going out.
3: And then Friday come around. Friday come around. I'm like, what you what doing? You, what
2: you doing? I'm getting dressed. What I'm going, going
3: out with, with my <laughs> Yo, it'll be an air. It's like a real weird, like.
2: No, you can feel it when you get dressed. Oh, my goodness.
3: You feel it. You feel it when you get dressed. You be
2: putting on your clothes slow as shit. You don't want to put no cologne on or nothing.
3: I got to get out of here. I I, I will put cologne on outside in the car. Don't do that
2: because, see, I'm crazy. (laughs) That shit is just... Then I'm going to come outside and I'll be like, squirt, squirt, what, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) fuck is you squirting?
3: I just, you know, people... That right there is she if she doesn't see anything wrong with how she's approaching she the doesn't. situation you could tell she doesn't She is a she's crazier than a soup sandwich. Ooh. She is done. She
2: might be like a little She
3: needs to sit on somebody's couch or she needs to I'm not maybe maybe she she needs to find a guy that that likes that. There are men out there that like that type of attention from a woman. Yeah, the aggressive that. like a car salesman. Yo, need yeah. they constantly need that hey, type of Hey, just want to
2: know are you still interested in the Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> Are you they gave him in six months. <laughs> right. Hey, I remember when you came on the uh, lot. Just want to know, you're still interested in that Jetta?
3: Yo, you stupid. Red, all black interior. Yo, you stupid.
2: But um, on a serious note, it sounds to me like both of them have trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, He was triggered by something that he's already experienced in yeah, his past. So he, he was and, like, I'm not and, with and it. And that's
3: very smart that that... Black man decided to say, you know what, yeah, yeah no, I'm not dealing but with it. But he
2: also wasn't directing how he answered the questions, though, either.
3: True, um, which made her... Because if let, I don't have
2: a girlfriend... Well, no, he
3: said he said no.
2: Oh, he okay. He said he so said he no, but she kept... No.
3: at the first time, okay. but she kept asking, and that's what he was Maybe
2: because like, she thought he was, like, too good to be true or something.
3: Well, then that's something that you have to deal with your own yeah. insecurities.
2: I mean, love is a gamble,
3: Love is a gamble, it's right? It's really
2: a roll of the dice. Sometimes people are married. Sometimes they got a baby mother. Sometimes their roommate is their mom. You know, you never really know, like, what you're going to get yourself into. You know what I'm saying? So um, you just kind of got to slow walk it. I think we we move in, we move too fast. Oh, we do. We do. We move too fast. You know, somebody looked the one part of your butthole right, and you immediately want to co-sign for a motherfucking Toyota Camry for the nigga. You got to slow down. The, the interest rate is 23%. That is ridiculous. Oh,
3: my god. You know, gosh. and
2: then he's going to stop paying it. Oh, my You god. know, once the Chuck E. Cheese check don't clear no more, he's going to stop paying it. Tim, i a pizza engineer.
3: Yo. All right.
2: <laughs> but I've... she has she has trauma, too, though. She has trauma. She's been ghosted before. But she
3: has, but probably for the same reason. Because she's annoying. Listen, if you know, know your faults, I think we all should sit down, look in the mirror, or stand up and look in the mirror. Or Can just... the
2: annoying person dub you though? I, I feel like when the annoying person tries to dub me, you're doing me a favor. So thanks.
3: Like as far as like
2: I have a nigga right now. Whoa, whoa, there whoa.
3: There it is. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you forgot whoa, we recording. Use yeah. a yeah. yeah, It's a safe space. That's why. We're in the safe space. <laughs> Should I edit that out? I'll uh, I'll do something and they won't even you know what we're talking about. Nah. So I'll write. Th- I don't give a fuck. Okay. Look,
2: it's a motherfucker right now that just keep asking <laughs> it's a nigga right me. right now. Like, right now. Keep asking me when I'm a cook and shit. Stop oh. asking me. Let me tell you something, gentlemen. We don't want to cook for y'all. Okay? I mean, I can't speak for the other bitches. I know it may look like I got lunch lady arms and I could really throw down in the kitchen. <laughs> but let me tell you, I am I just, you, I'm right not here. in the mood. Like, I, I'm i not in the mood. I'm tired. I work a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I work with I work with humans. Okay. That's exhausting. That
3: that really, you know, okay.
2: I work with humans. That's exhausting. And so I don't want to cook for you and I feel like if you're trying to court me, you should take me out. Um, I think that cooking for somebody is—it's levels to the shit—and mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that's for an established connection or relationship already. So, like we've already been kicking it. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, it's been a few dates. Mm-hmm. Like you've swiped your card a couple times. Perhaps I may have swiped mine on the concessions, you know. Um, but I keep—I keep telling you, bitches, don't be letting—don't be letting the man pay for the ticket and you pay for the concessions. It's, it, it, it's, it ain't even. But. <laughs> I'm just, it's not Because I get caught up in that Because I know You know me A bitch want a snack So yeah. I'm like, alright And then it's like $60 I'm like, whoa, what the fuck Yeah But um, no, it's just I think it's levels to the cooking shit
3: Okay Stop I, I asking me to cook I hear you So what is it that a man can ask for That's equivalent to pumping gas?
2: Oh, you're trying to come from my Instagram post
3: <laughs> oh, we, You know what? Let's, you know, we'll be back We'll talk about <laughs> yes. this We'll be back We'll be back <laughs> up y'all this is uh
2: oh excuse me another black, <laughs>
3: black podcast i am dolo and
2: suki and uh this is
3: episode 35, 36 36 36 bitch yeah <laughs> and as always we always start our episodes oh
0: ooh,
3: that was a good one. Rrr, oh, oh, it done the table it's all good damn I did it get your laptop no. no we good we good we okay good, we good
2: that shit is expensive. Yo, I actually
3: started looking up uh, some black-owned champagne companies mm-hmm. to reach out to, but it's just wine. Mm-hmm. So I know I've said that before, but I'm really serious. If anybody, um, if anybody that one of our, any of our listeners have, uh, or have insight on uh, finding a black-owned champagne company or- a That comp- would have been a disaster. Or, or yeah, it would have. It would have been all bad. We would have just stopped this I would have ran out. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh if any any like it doesn't necessarily have to be champagne owned company, but maybe like a, a a vineyard that has a black owned vineyard or something that we can get some champagne from. Cause I'm trying to I'm trying to set that up. I'm trying to make that that uh connection. So, you know, keep that keep that in mind. But anyway, um before we went to our little uh intro music, there was oh, let me pour some uh <laughs> champagne. Where's your glass? It's right, right there. there. Um Suki had uh was talking about uh, niggas asking always to cook. And I posed the question, What what is the equivalent to, you know, men always asking women to do something, but, you know, what's the equivalent to a woman, the expectations uh-uh. when a, I keep doing that,
1: <laughs> the expectations, <laughs> that. there
3: you go, the expectations of um a, you know, a man should be pumping gas, right? The reason why I bring that up is because if anybody that follows the podcast, you probably follow Suki, and she went on a rant. And she was talking about how niggas need to pump gas, which I really do think. Yeah, we should. We should. We should. And she, you know, she was telling me about her rant. Like some ass, pump
2: that gas. No.
3: (laughs) 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 Off the um, off air, well, off the IG, she was telling me about it, you know, and I had posed a question to her during the conversation because she was ranting to me, like without IG. And I was like, well, I understand that. And I truly agreed. I think men should all pump gas. Like, you know, if I'm in a car with you, I'm gonna get out and you're driving, which is you Know a thing sometimes. Um, I'll get out and pump the gas, that's no problem, right? Um, but what is it? That, what is What is an ex- expectation for a man that we can ask for and not get no bullshit? like it's just known to happen? What is like, like you pull also, up with a man? I think it's
2: situational. No, I do. No, I it's think it's not
3: it, every like gas is not situational. Every that's a known thing wherever we, I mean, for the most part, for the most part, that, that's like, is it because they ain't doing it. I mean that gas is more of the top five. I feel like that's gas known. is. I think pumping like your trash, gas. Trash and gas. Okay,
2: I, but I think those are like that's basic shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's real low end. Yeah, well, okay. Because right. when it comes to my, you're my friend, right? Mm-hmm. When you have left out of my house before, mm-hmm. and if it's trash at the door, mm-hmm. you'll take the trash. Right. Aunt does the same thing. Right. If there's trash at the door, he takes it. If right. me and Aunt are in the car together he will pump the gas. I never even have to, like, think right. to...
3: Right, right. And that's... Okay, so, what I'm saying is, what is it... Uh, what, what is... Help help the listeners, the male listeners. Well, you know what? Before we do that, let's listen to your rant. Can we okay. listen to your rant? Yeah, I'm going to pull let's it up. Let's pull that up and hear your rant because you was, you was going in. Drink some champagne, nigga. So, y'all,
2: I just came from the gas station, and there's one thing I just cannot stand, that as women... You know, I'm from New Jersey, so I never grew up pumping my gas. So when I go he calls relationships, whatever the fuck you want to call these niggas that y'all deal with. And they don't get out and pump y'all gas for y'all. The fuck? The nigga ain't put no snaps on the Petro. And he going to throw your ass and they can't even pump your gas. <sighs> Fucking tragic.
3: So, I don't understand. So yeah, okay. I guess so let me set the let me, story. Look, before but, that, Suki was in her bag that, that was Thursday, right? I, I was really so in my Suki bag on Thursday. Bag, so. And you
2: all you bitches tried to play with me. <laughs> I'ma just put that out there, okay? Each and every one of y'all motherfuckers <laughs> that I know, y'all was really about to push a bitch to I was about to get a court case, okay? Anywho, <laughs> let me just set the tone. I right. pull up to Royal Farms to go get gas, mm-hmm. right? I pull up, I'm I pull up all the way to the end, which I think everybody should do, because that's another pet yeah. peeve of mine. Why are you at the last one?
3: I only pull, pull all up. the way up. I only do that if I see a car looking like they about to meet, like kiss that's my different. you know. So that's I'm different. like, you know, but right. most of the, yeah.
2: So I pull up, another young lady, um, she pulls up behind me, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at first and I see her pumping a gas, you know, but I'm I'm cause I'm pumping my gas. Mind you, I am alone. Mm-hmm. So I pump my own gas. Right. Um, and I look and I see her dude is in the front seat, seat, cocked back, got his phone in his hand, scroll like scrolling, chilling, looking around and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, so you not going to get out and like pump the gas mm-hmm. for her? You not going to do it at all? And... I mean, I think that as women, we need to put our foot on niggas' necks for respect. Because we don't. Right. We don't demand respect. We talk about chivalry is dead, but you also don't hold the nigga accountable. Um, I guess people only know from how they're raised. Yeah, um, But and that's I, true. I will G-check a nigga in a minute. Like, uh, get the fuck up and, pump and my gas. go pump the gas.
3: Okay. And that, and that makes sense. So, like I was saying, and that, so that's where it came from, everybody. Um, my question, though, because there are certain... Also... There are things that, you know, we were talking off air, how, you know, I asked a general question. Mm. So what is it that a man can ask for? Can you cook for me or is it, what is it? What's the equivalent? Like, they're like there's a top five things that we know for, that women expect from men. Like, one of the things, like, the things that's unsaid, like, I would say top one is the gas thing. Trash two. Um, I would say number five would be, like, when you're walking with a woman. They be on the inside, the guy on the outside, or shit mm-hmm. like shit like that. Open the door, like there's things, certain things like that.
2: I'm hospitable when a nigga comes to my house. Nah, what do but you that, want? <laughs> what do you want? What are you thirsty? <laughs>
3: that's just being a good host. I, I'm that's what you. That's what you do that's what for women. Do make that's what make a men home. do for no. Luther Vandross. The no. house is not See, a See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it? Is there anything for men? I
2: I really can't. I I don't really.
3: I tried to Google it, mm. I, and they was like, "Shit, nigga, you ask me, you tell me. Mm-mm. I don't know.
2: I, I don't got mm, me, but I know one thing: it ain't cooking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let me see this. Uh, see, this is different. They were talking about. Um, I
2: mean, Americans see
3: different what do expectations. You want? What do you want? Well, when I was talking to you, I said, well, what about cooking? So that means women should cook. And it was like, really? no, because that's, that's not equivalent. You said that wasn't equivalent to pumping gas. So, no. okay, that makes sense because you've got to eat every day. You don't get gas every day. So in my mind, let's find something. How about, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm Why I can't need help. can he
2: just chuck that up to that's a, that's, a gest- that's a kind gesture as a gentleman. That's what you would do. Okay. man.: what's
3: a kind gesture for a woman to do? Just be a woman. That's enough now, right? I
2: exist. Okay. I'm here.
3: And I see you. I see. Hello. You. So thank you. And I dig you. it. And that's cool. What else Again, do you want. Again, this is what I'm saying, though. These are the things. That that happen all the so time. So I gotta
2: teabag you and pump my gas. That's no, a lie. That's a
3: lie. You don't teabag a nigga. Nigga teabags you.
2: Whatever. You're saying
3: that really weird. And I was like, I don't think you
2: I teabag, thought teabag is when a uh, man put his balls in your mouth. Yeah,
3: but you don't teabag him. He teabags Whatever.
2: you. Whatever. So I allow a nigga to teabag
3: me. And, but, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's and, sex. And is I that, mean, that what you're saying? No,
2: I'm not saying it's sex. I, I'm I'm asking like, what do y'all want? What do you want? I can't speak for all oh, men. I don't for, know. Uh, so for you,
3: what do, do you want? Oh no, that's not. No, not. Now, nah, not, nah, 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 nobody no, nah. answer the question. No, nah, that's not what I mean. What I'm saying is what is a general expectation? Like we know men are supposed to I pump ain't got gas. It for you. We know they say men, you know, when you say chivalry isn't dead, it's regarding men. Yeah. So what is it that women have that is equivalent to those small things, small gestures that uh, equivalent to the small gestures that men are supposed to do? What is the same thing for a woman? You're a woman, tell Sh- me. Stroking your ego. Okay. Oh, you know what? And that's uh, that's a start.
1: Respecting
2: respecting you as as a man, letting you play your role as a man.
3: Okay. Um, but as soon as as soon as some shit happens, like and then that's when y'all bark off. Like next time you want to call out, never mind. I go say that. <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> time you want to kill yourself, call out the bitch. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> Stop <laughs> yo, calling me,
3: yo, DeRay Davis, stupid. Um, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, just, I just don't know. I don't know like that. I hear you know, and I guess. Being it doing this podcast with you and hearing a lot of great women speak and Mm -hmm. and and DM us and and ask questions and And I know somebody
2: somebody's going to try to drag me for this. I'm I know I pump my own gas. I do it all by myself. Girl, fuck
3: you. Okay, (laughs) I just don't. You know, (laughs) I just don't. You know, know, not every man. I just have questions. That's all. I just have questions. It just let me
2: let me set the story for the for the cooking thing. This particular gentleman that keeps asking me to do this.
3: Oh no, I was. You
2: haven't, but I'm just want to be clear because I'm sure people are probably hearing me and they're like, "Damn, like she's mean as shit." Right, I'm not. You cannot expect this type of treatment, and you don't take me nowhere. nowhere right. We don't go nowhere. Right. We don't do anything. You want to be laid up in my house all the time, yeah, that to me, so no, no. is a and red that, flag. Yeah. I'm not, not trying to, to be laid. To I'm not trying to be laid up like that, especially if yeah. I have homeboys that will go out with me
0: yeah.
2: and and will treat me. i have i and and I'm going to put this out there. I've always kept this to myself, but, The reason why I hold men to such a high standard is because when it comes to my male friends, whether they are gay or straight, these niggas treat me better than niggas that I'm fucking. So if you're going to be a man that I'm going to be intimate with on that level and give you a piece of myself Mm -hmm. and you're not even going to respect me within the realm of like what my guy friends respect me on, Mm -hmm. I ain't fucking with you. Right. Why would I fuck you or fuck with you? Like that doesn't make any sense. Okay. When I can hang out with my niggas and go out to eat and they pay for it. Mm-hmm. Or my my homeboys will buy me a drink. Yeah. Or if something happens to my car, I got people I can call. Like, right, why right. would I do that when a nigga that actively like wants to fuck with me? I'm like almost gonna have to kind of beg you to do the right thing or like plead with. I'm not doing that. That
3: makes sense. So if you
2: really wanna fuck with the kid, like there's no way that you could keep asking me to come lay up and fucking watch TV with you all day. Yo, I don't wanna do that. I work. Yeah. I want to be able to get out and enjoy. I don't have kids. I don't have those responsibilities because, I mean, I feel like the people with kids go out more than me. But, I mean, uh, (laughs) damn. Yo, you
3: stupid. They do. They 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 need a break, man. They be like, bitch, I've
2: been packing lunch
1: all week. Yo, it be be real, yo. I be like, bitch,
2: you're a mom. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Put the note in the fucking thing and close it up. (laughs) Acting like you done did something miraculous. You wanted to twerk off.
3: (laughs) Shut up, nigga. So you five
2: minutes for 18 years? No, thank you. Yo, no bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good.
3: No bullshit. I'm good. And this nigga, I'm thirsty. (laughs)
2: I'm like, God. I'm thirsty. thirsty. They don't even say thirsty. I'm thirsty. I'm like, uh, That's good to know. Thanks for letting me know. I'm like, Uh, what? What what now? You want
3: some water? No. No. I want deuce. I'm not doing this I'm one. like,
2: you're not getting that right now. Oh,
3: my goodness. So, I just... I- anybody that's listening, please, you know, when y'all hear this, DM us. I want to know this what... Is good. It is good. It is good. It's a and good What champagne. an investment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just... I want to know what is equivalent, you know, because there are a lot of expectations for men that should be doing it. I'm not taking that away mm-hmm. from women when they say that. But it's time for us to... Men can hold women accountable for things. Most definitely, and it doesn't have to be holding e- me accountable. E- it, it don't. It doesn't have to be not cooking. So it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have to be cooking or you know folding a nigga clothes. Not not those boyfriend duties. But what are the? I just really want to know what is it that women can do, because like you know I don't know. Maybe it's because of the you know how shit back since the 1500s, 1600s, men you know there's. There's a gentleman's guy that you see and to- talks to how you court a woman. Mm-hmm. And everything, these things are ba- based on courting a woman. So a lot of the things that we've grown up to hear about, it's what you do when you're courting a woman. But well, they it must trans- be reading
2: another kind of book because all of them want to court you from your living room. You want my Wi-Fi, my electricity, <laughs> the water, because you're going to use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So you can check your text in the bathroom because you know no nigga wanna check the text while he's sitting next to you. He get up and be like, oh, well, you, Can I see your restroom? <laughs> can I see your restroom? I'm like, What? Can I go to uh, and then and no, no. Phone be blinking like oh like, shit. Yeah. You like, hear the oh, phone drop in the in bathroom.
3: A, hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> like, no, I'm nothing. I'm asleep. You alright? good? All right, I'm gonna call you back. Oh, uh, you stupid. Yeah. You be chilling, in the couch, yeah. chilling, on, chilling on the couch on the phone, just be you vibrating like shit. You ever hear niggas go in the
2: bathroom and turn on the water? The fuck is the water on for?
3: <laughs> Yo, I think some people have a problem with peeing. Like, don't Yo, want nobody to hear them pee. To me,
2: you ain't peeing, you talking.
3: You, talk, you think You The fuck so? is you
2: in there talking to? Why, why the fuck is the water on?
3: I thought it's just because people don't want them to hear them pee. Ain't nobody for real. I don't give a fuck. Let me
2: tell you something. Especially if you've ever been in my house, I feel like I've caught somebody doing that one time, but I've never pulled them up on that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let it go. But I heard them run the water, and I was like, "Why the fuck are you running the water in the bathroom?" I think but the I, only reason why he got off was because his phone was right on a. Because uh, he didn't want no, he, right he didn't there. want nobody I, to. I get it, but grow up. Some people don't want it. Like I don't give a. fuck. Grow up, yo! If I got a, if I got a two, two. It's out here. I know, I'm talking about like peeing. Whatever. If I got to go, I'm so sorry. I got to go. Yeah. I don't know. I got to go. But, I mean, the fact that y'all walking around here holding y'all shit all day, like, I dated a nigga who would not shit at nobody's house. It took him, we were together for a year before he actually took a shit at my house. Mm
3: -hmm. He
2: would get up and go home, like, Mm -hmm. because he lived, like, not too far from me. Mm -hmm. But he would go home, like, to use the bathroom.
3: Sometimes it be like that. It's comfort. It's a comfort. I can only imagine. Okay. The pain. I see where this is going. Um talk right, about, let's,
2: talk about let, being backed up.
3: <laughs> let's what we got, so What we got today? What we got in the uh the <laughs> fucking stupid, yo. <laughs> this champagne is good though. I'm fucking with it. It
2: is. I like it. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, should we start like
3: Well we? let's let's always end on a good note. So of all the things you have. We've uh had a, just to let you guys know why Suki's uh looking up the topics. We I mean, have. I
2: have them all, but I'm just looking like, oh well. Mm, mm, Let's mm, definitely
3: mm. touch on the uh, shit you sent a few of them. Just go. Okay. Just make make sure we leave off on a good note. So I
2: guess we should talk about real quick. Um, and I don't want to touch on it too much because we've had enough trauma this week. But Amber Guy, Geiger,
3: Guy, Geiger, yeah. Geiger, whatever, and and uh her case. So let me ask you this. Hmm. Let's just go right into it, people. People listen. The people that listen to us know who these people are. Like our, we you have should. educated listeners. Please, so Lord. They know that we have educated listeners. Um, so we're not even going to explain who they are. But I think, um, so let me ask you this:
1: mm-hmm. How
3: do you feel about the hug with the with the? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my uh, I'm gonna share my shit. I want For you to what? share your, the the hug with the brother the hug with the judge, and the bailiff playing with the hair, or fixing her hair. How do you feel about those, those three interactions?
2: I felt like that was some Goldilocks and the Three Bears bullshit. Um, Goldilocks is a terrorist, okay, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You went into somebody's house that don't fucking belong to you, bitch. Mm-hmm. You drank they shit, ate they shit, mm-hmm. got in a bed. Like, that's a bitch. That's, rob, that's a home invasion, yeah, bitch. Yeah. I don't have any remorse for this woman. Yeah. Um. I did see somebody post a status about, so we're not going to bring God in and forgiveness and all of this other stuff. That was a reach. Like, y'all reach him with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's how his brother chooses to deal with this, I'm okay with that. That's to each their own. Um, I don't think that I would be in a place where I, I move forward because the act is already committed. Mm-hmm. But I ain't never going to forget you know, I feel like as Black people, again, we are the most welcoming, most forgiving group of people I have ever met in my life. That we allow people to traumatize us, take our lives, and we still are able to find the light at the Why end of the tunnel. Why do you think that
3: is? I mean, think about our, you know how we I don't know. It, think at 400 12 years of years
2: slaves, the Christianity. I don't know. I'm trying to figure. It. No, just, it's real shit. I'm like trying to figure it out.
3: There's, there's, you know, there's something that's in our. Like our DNA. Like yeah. Yeah, that shit passed down. We they even had a study oppressors. about women, um,
2: as as black women that we're in most of the fields that are dealing with people, like taking people's shit all day, pretty yeah. much. Like teachers, nurses, yeah. social workers, all of this other stuff that we deal with. Corrections human. officers. Yeah, we take in people's bullshit <laughs> yeah. all customer service, like yeah. all
3: day. You gotta long. be careful with that, man. That shit is that's no joke. Um, my my this is my take on it. I mm-hmm. can't the the brother. That's his brother, that's not my brother. He decided to hug that woman. that was his choice you know right. i again i I've lost people mm-hmm. through 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 situations similar to like gun violence and I don't have no love mm-hmm. for anyone you know what I'm saying in that right. situation, but that's how we choose. that's it. judge, hell no the bailiff hell no. I don't I don't think that was cool. We don't see that. We don't see no fucking white judge. I feel like that hugging. was inappropriate. It was very inappropriate. And it, and it
2: kind of shows that you have some em- empathy for the defendant. Like to me um there was also an article that was published re- recently uh, from some legal experts that talked about that that type of situation was very rare and inappropriate. Yes. It, did, I'm it didn't I'm not understanding, like but it, if you look at who this judge was appointed by.
3: Oh, I didn't look that up. People should go look that up. Yeah, let's let's do that. The police, uh, they backed her like. So you know, it's 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 all politics. I mean, she mm-hmm. got ten years, which is trash. She should have wow. got 20 when they... I don't know. I didn't know. Didn't I'm the woman that shot
2: the warning shot twenty years. Yeah, since, yeah. It was come Santoni, on, get since, the fuck out of Santonia, here,
3: Sontonia right. Brown. Um, tw- the thing is with that, and the only reason why she got it was because of us uh, crowdsourcing. In, I in thought our, Sinto-
2: I thought she was the one who killed. She was in sex trafficking. You're right. Or something. I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. Um, I know he's talking about though, um, but yeah, they gave her twenty years, but mm-hmm. she got out. Only wh- reason why she got out is because her her story resurfaced and it went viral. We started to share and share, and they re revisited her case, and she got out recently. Right. Um, this woman getting ten years um, is is a joke because she gonna be at a at a community college, pretty much. She ain't gonna be in no real jail, and she, she may get
2: off on good she behavior. She's not
3: gonna do the full ten. Uh,
2: yeah.
3: Um she white so there's that mm-hmm. she went into this black man's house and killed him and let's not forget they were they used to date
2: I really do think that nigga cut her off. Yeah, I think he went that's ghost. what it was and was like bitch leave me the fuck alone. I'm and done. She she in and killed him. And the 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 911 call was disturbing. Um and I I thought about bringing the clip for today but I really just don't want to promote this shit. Like I'm 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 yeah, at, we, yeah, yeah. I'm at my wits end. I don't yeah, want to yeah. be on my Sean King yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not with none of that. So
3: What is it called? Uh, what is it? shock porn?
2: Uh black trauma porn. Black trauma
3: porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: don't want to provide that to people. Like we don't need to keep hearing this. We already know that we're constantly disrespected on a yeah. racial fucking basis so as
3: black people we know we don't need to keep hearing it
2: yeah the nine one one call was extremely disturbing to me she um if you have court tv still that is still a thing i i it, the the case was on all week mm-hmm. um i'm watching it i'm looking even the questions like i didn't know where i was like we're really about to go on that like yeah. we're gonna rock out with that like i didn't know where i was there's no way that i can walk to somebody's house mm-hmm. the welcome at is different I, okay, okay, say so you don't look at the welcome mat. I walk through the door. This ain't my house. Like, mm-hmm. I know immediately, just shit, based off the smell Yo, alone. Yo, she killed
3: that nigga. She killed that nigga intentionally, and the fact that... And it probably again- shocked her,
2: like... Oh shit! I went too far. Yeah, this is some woman scoring shit. I yeah. honestly
3: do believe that. And the, and the fucked up thing about it is now you know how internet the internet does, and I didn't look into it, but I don't know if this recently happened or they just found an article and pushed them together. But the black man that killed the canine, that was a canine officer, he yeah. got forty five years. Yeah, I don't know if that was recent or if that was just an article they pulled in and see like mm-hmm. to show you, see, look, this is something different.
2: Either way, though, we knew. We knew the she time doesn't. I, I don't. Mean, I don't think
3: that's cool. I don't think that's cool. It's not cool. I really do wish that we um, stop promoting this hug. Even stop. Don't share the memes. Like we just got to do better. Like she's she got off for killing an innocent black man. I you know it's disturbing. It is, to so. me highly disturbing. So yeah.
2: I mean I wish that family nothing but the best. I don't know that you will ever have closure on a situation like you that. Can't. Um, but I really do, um, send out prayers and like positivity for them because it's just a lot to wrap your head around that somebody could just feel that comfortable to make a move like that. Yes. Um, and it also, you got
3: drug dealers getting way more time than that. Okay. Way more time. Than okay.
2: That. Um, if anybody remembers when MTV used to do rock the vote, Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much of the story because people might know this person, because, mm-hmm. but it was highly publicized. Mm-hmm. It was a young man who was basically set up by his classmates, I believe at Rutgers, um, where he was drug dealing to help pay for school. He was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, at this one point, what he kind of, what he pretty much said was that, you know, they asked me for a large quantity of drugs. I'm not going to go too much into it Mm -hmm. because, again, this person, like, people do know him. Mm -hmm. Um, They asked for a large quantity. He did think it was a little strange, but pretty much the police used these white kids to set this black boy up. He was a straight-A student on the dean's list, and he was using the money for the drugs that they were using, which were, like, party drugs, Mm -hmm. to pay for school and pay for books and things like that. He wasn't, like, being flashy, you know, right. nothing real crazy. So he went and brought over what was requested to the clientele, and basically they busted him. Yeah. And he was doing a long time for that whole incident, a long time. So the reason why I there brought up the, the the Rock the Vote uh, shit was because that was one of the, you know, Premises of why they were saying like, you know, we need to vote like shit like this is happening to black kids, you know, and even with the cannabis industry, you know what I mean? Like we have uh, white women and white men who are on Vice land and Vice TV, you know, they're capitalizing off of this. It's an amazing to have a good documentary and we're demonized. You know, when we're selling marijuana, Still, still, it still doesn't look professional. It doesn't look this even down to shit fucking dress codes at work. Mm hmm. Dress codes at work. My sister um, just had a situation with her boss mm-hmm. where, you know, somebody came to her and told her that her braids were not professional. Hmm. Now, I know in my hair right now I have, like, multiple colors. I'm blessed that my job really doesn't go into that right. that far. Um, but my sister only had, like, one, like, it was like a blonde, blonde braid, just mm-hmm. one. And it was, like, under. So you couldn't even really see it. Right. Someone came to her and told her that that wasn't professional. And the shade is it was a black woman who came and told her that.
3: Why isn't it professional?
2: She said, we're working here with superintendents and this, that, and the third. And so you need to think about why how you're professional? looking. She couldn't give an answer.
3: Yeah. Until you give me an answer, ma'am, you, you need to... Fuck off. Why is it... Listen, I'm going to tell everybody. I said, I, I will go to my grave saying this. It's something I learned a long time mm. ago. Okay, like six, seven years ago. Why? Of all of them, why is the one of the strongest words? Think about it. We let so much, so many things slide. Like when niggas, when niggas be just, just talking and saying shit. I'm like, oh, but why? Why? Why did that happen? And they're like, shit, man. I don't, I don't know. You know. You know, nigga. Like, you know, they start going it because you know, niggas just people just be talking or just starting shit. When you ask why, a lot of people really don't have a definitive they answer don't. because we are so used, especially black people, we're so used to not being able to ask why because our parents you be like, why come? Because I said so. Now get your ass You know what I'm saying?
2: I mean, in, in the workplace, though, I'm asking questions. Yeah, you I, should. I have never you been should. a person. I'm not abiding by no fucking dress code. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, because you have women, and, and this is, y'all might take this the wrong way, but it's women that come to work like fucking sluts all day. You can have your titties out, you know, your ass halfway out, and all of this, but mm. because you know, uh, for instance, at my job, we just had a conversation about that. I'm I'm breaking up fights. Ain't no way that I'm gonna be out here with no Michael Kors dress pants or something. Yeah. I'm 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 on the I'm on the ground. Yeah. doing the work. I'm not an administrator. Yeah. So I'm out here actively working with these kids. I'm not about to be in high heel shoes trying to be cute and shit. And my kids are having emotional breakdowns. They're physically, you know, roughhousing with each other and doing all types of other crazy shit. And I'm actively, you know, dealing with them. I have kids that are in sports. They're in other activities like participating. I'm actively dealing yeah, with my children. Right. Like, so I'm not a adult that's kind of like, okay, y'all, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I'm 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 dealing with them. I deal with them, right. not deal with. No, I'm I'm interacting with yeah, them,
3: right, 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 so
2: that they can have the best school experience possible. Mm-hmm. So when I see people make comments about like dress code in the workplace, sometimes I mm-hmm. be looking like, and usually the person that says that they be looking sloppy as shit. That that that's the thing that be getting me. What is why is a black thing like braids? The fact that we're still having this conversation in 2019. Why are we still talking about this not being professional? On what level? Because they don't understand. On the white end? or like what end. end. But the fact that it's black people that come to you and tell you that shit.
3: Well, because somebody sent them to say it. Yeah, all right. You better get the fuck out of here. Or they just don't... (laughs) Like, honestly, I don't know, man. Like, some people don't have that that thing to question your superior if you are in that space. Because I look at it like this. Like, if I'm a black man, which I am, and I've dealt... My job, for example... (laughs) quick story i um i my position is higher up, mm-hmm. and so there was a situation where somebody one of the manager a manager came to me um and there was a a kid was this the? yeah so as you know, I work in the gambling industry and mm-hmm. so I got it's mad cameras like I could see everything I could see right. you know, like a lot of shit and there was one instance where somebody finessed this young man out of getting money. Long story short, like, they got, like, $500. There's these things that you can get, and you can win money off of them Mm -hmm. at my job, and it already was paid out. Somebody won it. He took it the car. He took took it and paid it out to the person that won it, and he put it down, like, on the counter. Mm. Um, Like, around 2 in the morning, he left it there. Somebody was being paid out, a woman, black woman, Mm -hmm. uh, gave him, like, was, you know, gave her a ticket so she can get her money paid out, Mm -hmm. and... He she saw it and you could see her. I watched it in three different angles. Oh wow. Point at it. Um and clearly she was asking, Oh, somebody won? Like, oh, can I see what the amount was for or something like that? He was like, Yeah, sure, he was new and gave it to her, right? Showed it to her and he was he was paying her out the stuff and he like left out of the booth not thinking. Because, um, you know, we young young men, we don't think all the time. You're you not know. thinking
2: that somebody trying you don't to send think, that. Yeah. yeah, like so I get
3: it. He um so I saw her, she, you know, she had that look. She started, like that video of the girl stealing the nail after it didn't paint for her nails. She kind of hovered around, looked around, came back, and just took the car and walked off.
2: Uh, boo-boo, she, don't you know this is a casino, and they got all came, of these
3: So check this out. She, cameras. So we told, like, that when, when the manager came to me and we looked at the footage, I was like, yo, you got to tell the next people to... Even though this is not my job to do, I'm all for it. So I'll help out, and I love doing it. I love watching people. People be doing some wild shit. I'm sure. Um, And so, long story short, uh, they wanted to write that that boy up. It's a black man, black chick, black kid. Sorry, he was like 19, and now I'm the only black man in this in this in in Mm -hmm. in this position. Honestly, there are only there's all other white people. You know. And they all cool, but because of who I am, because I've been 19 and black and looked that different and did some fucked up things, I've never had the opportunity to have an older black male... teachable moment. ...to to talk to me like, yo, listen. We do not do that in the workplace. Because they wanted to, they wanted to like, they was like, I want to write him up. I was like, listen, we're not going to do that. Don't write him up. He made a mistake. I was like, let me talk to him. He made a mistake. So, you know, he came in, he was like, he was like... When I came downstairs, they were like kind of, kind of cornering him and asking me these questions. I was like, "Come on, guys, let's you know," because I know how it is to be a black man, white women talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of, he kind of he kind of like, kind of closed up. I saw it because I've been there. Because
2: he probably was like, "God damn!" Like, like I wasn't even thinking yeah, that this like, would go that way. I, right. I I didn't
3: even think that. So you know, I was like, you know, I kind of stopped him talking. I kind of like interjected and was like, "Yo, you know." Just, like, you got to understand, like, these people, they, they're they none of these people here. He did a, cu- a couple other things that they wanted to write him up for. I was like, you know, let's not write him up. Let's just do this, and I'll talk to him. So I talked to him as he was walking out. I talked to him in front of them so they can see that I was talking to him. But mm-hmm. as he, I walked him out, when I was walking out, when I was like, listen, man, you know, um, I'm telling you this because I we are the same color. You know, I've been your age, and I've been in situations similar to yours. You got to protect yourself. Nobody... In this industry, whether it's a person that's getting paid out or a person that you work with, they are not your friend because this is an industry where it, it involves a lot of money and
2: mm-hmm. people still.
3: You gotta protect yourself. You know, at least give give yourself a good enough cushion to understand that sometimes friends may not be friends. That's all I can tell you. I'm not going. I'm not your brother. I'm not. You know, I don't know you, but I, I would. It would be it would be trashy for me to not talk to you like because we did. With two black men, right? He was like, yeah, he was like, yo, that's all. I was like, listen, that's all, that's all I'm going to say, man. You, However you take it is how you take it. They wanted to write you up. I won't let them do that because we've all made mistakes, you know? So, you know, just, just, just protect yourself. That's all I can say. I'm not going to say watch out. Just protect yourself, man, because not everybody, like that woman, she stole from you. And she's going to smile on your face if you see her again. Mm-hmm. Like nothing happened because she gonna think you a dummy. Because she don't care about she gonna your job you taking money from you. Yeah. So you know, just protect yourself, man. He was like, hey, you know. He ended up leaving the job like a few weeks later, but at the end of the day, I did my part as much as I could. That like, was a teachable
2: know? moment. I think that's as, all
3: I can do. I'm, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah.
2: As black professionals, I think that it's important to give back yeah. and we don't need to compete. I'm noticing that my sister's really having a hard time in the professional world right now. She has her master's degree You would think, Oh wow. Well, shoeing in for whatever you want. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, worked under black women who were intimidated or threatened by her presence. And yeah. I don't even want your job, baby girl. Yeah. I just, am trying to pay my bills. Like, Whew, it's, it's a tough world it to is. be in this professional industry because, you know, we run behind the letters in our names, like, in our credentials and our accolades and I'm tired of that shit. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. I think that we all need to understand, like, everybody don't want your job. They don't. And you are- your job as a black professional is to cultivate more black professionals. Yeah. Help yeah. someone. Yo, so when I get back, to- Reach yeah, back. and pull You have up. to. You have to. So, you know, I had somebody ask me, you know, why would you want to work at a school? You know, you talk about the kids' behaviors and all of this. Mm-hmm. And I said, a lot of them are misguided. Yeah. You know, you have people that work for a school and are about the bottom dollar. They don't give yeah. a shit
3: about that kid. They just won't care about that. They look at kids They're as looking a dollar at- perk student- it when school, costs when $10, schools $10, are, are like
2: overhead heavy, meaning like your administrators are getting crazy payouts mm-hmm. and, and you go look in a parking lot and look at what you're driving and look at what they're driving.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. That's interesting yeah. for you to be hiding all day. Yeah. I had kids tell me at one of my programs today, I've never seen my principal miss. I've mm-hmm. never seen them, Or is it her? I don't know. It might be one of the others. She never comes out of her office. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, I, I think every school needs a Joe Clark. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. To hold you accountable, kids are out of fucking control in, in twenty nineteen. kids are different. they're out of control. And you got parents that want to run the show. They want to tell you what it's going to be, but they also don't want to be involved either at the same time. so it's it's a really weird thing. But for the black professionals, I just really encourage y'all that if you're in a space with other young people, when I see mm-hmm. other young girls, you know, uh, that I can relate to that were right. similar to myself, I'm going to try to help you navigate through this because in every I really had to, learn how to stand my ground in my space. Right. Not letting these older women push me out of my space. Right, right, right. It's getting real ugly out here. And I don't know if it's because it's like the job security thing or what, but between people wanting to discuss um, unprofessional dress and demeanor and behavior and decorum and stuff these are the main people that are unprofessional. Yeah. The ones that are coming to you telling you that some shit is unprofessional or inappropriate true. True. are 99.9% true. True true fucking shit. unprofessional. True shit,
3: true shit, true you shit. You know,
2: and they're leaders, you know, and they're administrators, and they're people who make change at the place where you're working. It's so fucking disturbing to me. It's really disturbing, because what are you really here for? That's what I'm asking. So, yeah. you know, shout outs to my sister. She's navigating this, but I feel bad that, you know, in her last job, she was kind of pushed out. They pushed her out. Yeah. They bullied her out of her job. Um, we all
3: been and, and
2: it's just disturbing to me that women, black, it was an office full of black women. And you know why they pushed her out of the job? Because they weren't doing their job. And she was making them look bad because she was doing her job. So
3: that that goes to show you just keep, you know, I'm going to say this and then we move on to the next thing. Yeah, we're going to move on to the next. Definitely uh, know, if if, if your sister listens to this part or when she listens, Mm -hmm. um, that I've been there. I've definitely been there. I've been to a point where I was second guessing myself because I lost a job. Like, am I good at what I do? She she just
2: asked that. She said she was on the phone with me the other day and asked me and was like, am I doing something wrong? You're
3: like, not, what am I doing? You're doing everything right. And it takes a minute to understand that. I had to talk to myself and learn that because, you know, in my field, like my field has gone off of intellectual property. That's it. Me learning, me continuously learning, being creative, creative, curating certain situations. I know you love that word, <laughs> um, and being able to bring it together to have a, a, to achieve an ROI at the end of the day. That's what I do. Right. So, but it's all intellectual property. It's something that's not tangible. You know, so I, you can't see it right away. So, you know, if somebody don't, doesn't see it and you lose a client or you lose a job, you like, damn, am I not? Is it me? Is it me? It is not you. It is not you. Tell your sister that is not her at all. It's just, it's you if it is you, you're doing everything right. And just keep doing what you're doing. And eventually you will get to that fucking job that's gonna be like, this is it. This is it right here. And I'm still doing what I love. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just think, you know, I think people should stay, keep, you know, it's gonna be little, I always look at any downfalls, what what especially when it's professional. Look, you just add chalk it up to adding it to your biography, to your book. I always say that because I'm gonna add that shit to my
2: book. Those bills character. Bill, yeah. Yes. I got pushed out of a job Mm -hmm. where I got written up for job abandonment for going to the fucking ATM machine. I remember you
3: told me that shit.
2: And I will never forget the shit was like some law and order shit, the way that these motherfuckers tried to set set the whole shit up. They were heated because I printed out the staff handbook Mm -hmm. and highlighted what the company's definition of what job abandonment is. Mm -hmm. So I highlighted it and I turned it around and showed it to her. And I was like, based off what you're telling me for this write up or whatever and what the company is, these are not the same thing. Do you know what this motherfucker said to me? Oh, nobody's scared of you whoa where we go? where we
3: going yeah, it's like are you good where <laughs> it's we, like you good, you good? <laughs> he was about to go down <laughs> she like, where was
2: where we she going? with the shit yo, where she you sh- going she- where you going with this
3: yo why she go like
2: that? yo straight like that and her supervisor was in the office and didn't even correct the bitch mm. so I said boom I know what time it is <laughs> as bad as I wanted to stay in that job because I actually did like the job yeah. that set the whole tone for how this is going to be here yeah you have an issue with me that extends beyond the this professional is beyond realm. Me. This is personal. This is, above, this is, this is personal. This is yeah, it's personal now. <laughs> you know, where I started getting written up for little things, like little shit, and, you know, I'm noticing that when people are not okay with themselves, they love to spew hatred across the board in the office. You will find in the office, like, nobody teaches us in the academic world how to... Handle office politics. Shout out to Ms. Carter, our dorm director at Coppin. She talked to us Hi. about. She talked to us about this when we were RAs about office politics.
3: I had a we got a we got a uh, well when I did Upperbound and mm-hmm. step I did step as well, which is uh-huh. like the it's equivalent to Upperbound. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a Mr. Carter. He's still there, and I saw him recently this past summer. Um, with um, my father still does a summer program you know, get his little side money because so he sad. retired. So I went in and, and chopped it up with him for a second. But yeah, yeah that's just funny to say it. Like, Mr. Carter put me on the game and yeah. stuff back when I was younger.
2: She definitely taught us about this in undergrad mm-hmm. where, like, people basically teaching us how to fight. Yeah. Professionally and you appropriately, have to. as per yes, stand y'all ground, you have young to. black professionals. You have whatever to. space you're in, you deserve to be in that space because
3: you, you did because you worked. You for worked it. for it. You worked for that shit, right? Especially, no and I'm not
2: talking about the people that you walk in with a sense of entitlement. I'm talking about the people that you actually are Tent here. Holes, Yo, going. You stay your late. You're here early. You go above and beyond for your client, your customer, your students, whatever the case may be. Stand in your space because trust and believes somebody is watching and trust and believe sometimes it's really about at the end of the day the client or the population that you're serving mm-hmm. to me I don't give a fuck what nobody at my job thinks about me
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I know what those kids think about me and I know that they they know they can depend on me right. and really at the end of the day that's all that matters yeah. is that I show up. Me demonizing somebody else, talking shit about another professional, or whatever, is really not going to help the situation. Yeah. I'm just going to make sure that I'm the best professional that I can be. But it's unfortunate when you're in nonprofit organizations, when you're in school settings, um, office, other office settings, that you really have to fight for your space because people are really threatened by your presence. And or they don't, you know, accountability Taking accountability means you have to start peeling back some layers of yourself yeah.
3: and don't nobody want to have those Listen, conversations. They, they, if they, yo, you're doing something right, man, I, I, you know, I have a take on it as far as corporate, I can't speak for like under, like not corporate, but as far as corporate goes, if you get written up once, they ready to get you out of there by corporate standards and most SOPs, that's standard operation procedures, most SOPs in that manual is the, like, The first is the written. I mean, first is the verbal. Verbal. Mm -hmm. Then a written. And then a third, then it's one more. And then that's out. It's like a three strikes. But I can guarantee you, I have never, and I did my research because I was kind of set up like that. I did the corporate marketing thing. Mm -hmm. Um and it was fucking hell. And I'm happy I left. I'm happy I you know I got I got left. They made me leave, you know. Right. But the the fact of the matter is I knew. As as far as when they wrote me up, and I was like, "Damn, they write me up." I never got a war- verbal warning. I had to go back and do the research. I remember when they gave me a verbal warning because they were like, "I mean, I'm not. You know, we're not saying anything. Nothing's wrong. We're just, you know, just letting you know." That was it right there. So they set me up, and I, what I really think is because yeah, they'll
2: slow walk your ass right out the slow, door,
3: you And and it's crazy because I think they got rid of me because I out where I'm from, I'm it's very. It's a lot of black people, a lot of smart black people. I love us in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But a lot of white-dominated industries in Buffalo. You know, a lot of whites. It's a lot of whites. They don't live in Buffalo. They just go into Buffalo to get the jobs. And then they work. They live outside of Buffalo. People will
2: promote you to set you up. Yeah,
3: no bullshit.
2: (laughs) I had to tell a friend of mine that he still doesn't believe that it's true. (laughs) And I'm like, nigga, you are the guinea pig. Be careful. Watch yourself. Watch your back. You over here taking pictures at your desk every day, and I don't be seeing no work over there. Yeah, you got to...
1: Mm.
3: These niggas, mm. these niggas literally, um I don't want to go go way too much into it, but pretty much they uh they set me up. They set me up for the for the long, they gave me the long stroke. They fucked yeah. me over. Yeah. Good. I was like, God damn. I could and after doing the research and, and I remember talking at the point I knew it was over when I was, they would bring me and have an HR talk to me and say well, they I'm getting written up. And I was like, listen, I can't even remember her name. Let's say her name was Jackie. I was like, listen, Jackie, uh, after doing my research, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be fired within the next 60 days. There is I haven't seen anybody coming back off of a corporate write-up. Like I just don't see it. She was like, "No, that's I was like, "All right, well, I'm I'm letting you know right now, I'll probably be gone soon, but what you're telling me right now, these things don't add up. You're I'm being written up for something and I'm having reasons behind it. I'm being written up for not being able to do work because I was sent somewhere while I was doing the work that you needed me to do. You hired me to help somebody. That's why. But then you gave me her work. So you you gave me all her work, and now Set we gave up. her new work. And so now I'm doing her work, and then you expect me to do her work? Like, he's, the reason why you hired me is because she couldn't do all her work because it was very stressful. So now I'm doing all the work. And, and I love that. Me-
2: I love that with the white people at work. They be stressed out.
3: No, but and no she she was like no, no, that, no, but that's I'm my whole like I've, I've okay had, yeah. I've
2: had some people where I just can yeah. throw my hands yeah, up yeah, no, They no. can't do it I'm tell, like, i like this
3: this, this one like, white girl me. my home girl I'll say her, Melissa she she was that she was about her shit she is definitely mm-hmm. smart she knows way more than me on the, the website as far as cookies and and um and uh my god in sequel she's really good at that the thing is she was telling me she was like we would have these sit downs and she would be like look I was it, I was on my fifth cry by the time they hired you like i was crying all the time and they hired you i was so thankful for you to be able to come here and help but it's fucked up that now you're being she left too she left they got rid of her and you know it is what it is but i think they got rid of me because i went in there with the i what, what do you call it uh big dick energy yeah i went in there and i was like I legit was like, this is what I want. Now, for Buffalo, it was a lot. Here, it wasn't. But I was like, this is what I want. They met me, like, midway. So, I was, I was cool with they that. They probably
2: couldn't afford you.
3: They couldn't. When they offered you the stop, so they needed nigga, a way to be they like. They got rid they of me. They probably went to HR, like, what They got rid of me. Do? They got rid of me. Got a temp <laughs> agent. And then, had the temp, had her had her teach the temp, and then the the. They fired her and promoted the temp. That's how they did. Because the temp will go in with less money. That's how they did. I said, damn. So, corporate marketing, That's I how mean, they just do. corporate, be, protect yourself, black people in this corporate world. Like, this and shit is no joke. If you are
2: joke. a supervisor or administrator, help, help. help. How? And stop thinking you so goddamn far removed from this. Like, you don't need to get reach back and help somebody no, out. No, they, they and, are
3: removed because sometimes... Some, no, but sometimes, though, they. this is what I think they do. And everybody they, they, don't need to be been no in God the goddamn supervisor. They've been in the game. That's true. Shit. They've been in the game 15 years, and they so removed from the situation... They'll fuck they you, too. They'll that's, fuck, yeah. that's,
2: that, that's the crazy thing yeah. about it, is mm-hmm. that you over here screwing over other people, and if the opportunity presented
3: itself to screw your ass over... They're gonna do it too. Yo, my co- You'll be out the door too. Yo, my coworker at the time back then, she was like, She was like, I can't stand her talking about our supervisor. I was like, yo, she's so cool. I like her. She was like, This is a, a, a white woman talking about another white woman. I was like, No, I think she's cool. I thought she was cool, she was funny and everything. I didn't like <laughs> her. She, like, she, right like, she was like, she was like, she was like that. She was like, that bitch hisses when she's, when she's, when she talks. I said, what? She, yo, that was a woman that got rid of me. She was the one that got rid of me. I was like, Melissa, I will never doubt what you told me. She was like, I told her she hisses it. No, she said she hisses in her sleep. I was like, damn. And now, check this out. Now she's the fucking director. She's the director of marketing and she has a background in journalism. She doesn't know how to do anything. Most
2: of them don't.
3: That shit, wow.
2: Most of them don't. You have so many people in prominent positions that are fucking retards. They're dumb. That shit is crazy. I'm always looking at people. And in, in any job I've ever had, and I'd be like, so they let you do this? This yeah. must have been like the kickball team where it was a whole line of y'all, <laughs> and he was the last one. Like, all right, all right come, come on, come on, on come, on come, come on. on, come on. Like, uh,
3: come, come the fuck on. Like, let's be real. Yo, I legit, like, I'm legit. Like, I've been, they gave me, in my current job, they, they uh, like a month or two ago, they said, you know, you can bring some, you can hire somebody. You know, they want me to hire somebody under me mm-hmm. to, you know, and I can show them the ropes and stuff, but I, I'm not going to do it just yet because I got to, I can't, I won't, I want somebody that I bring on to my team, they they actually can learn something from me. Right. And I want them to be like a college student, like somebody that, like, I want I want either a young female or male Clayton. Right. Somebody that was hungry my age and really wanted to work, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just don't, because people be like, yo, man, put me on. It don't work like that. And and it's probably not going to pay a lot. I'd be like, you, yeah, know what you what I'm was
2: saying? just working in giant. <laughs>
3: I mean, what I'm just saying, but I do I mean, this, <laughs> but I think. You know, um, when niggas be like, Is y'all hiring? I be like, You don't know how I do this. So people have definitely, when I've mentioned it in like, meetings, in people in like no, I mean, I'm here, I can do I'm mm-hmm. like, It doesn't work like that. I, I'm, I'm, I I don't think I I'm can. leery about getting my friends' jobs. Yeah, absolutely. My friends always
2: want a job at my job, and I be telling them, You ain't
3: built You ain't built for this. For the, this is some street shit. You ain't built okay. For this. You ain't built for this, my nigga. It takes a special to, kind go of Go to college, man. You know? Man, go to college, get you a job. My you ain't job. Built for this let streets, me tell nigga. you. I am not going to go into where
2: I work. If you know me, you, know, don't. you if know you know where you know. You know. I, you know but <laughs> this is shit. this is um you ain't no cop J Reed. Like this is some you real You ain't no cop J Reed. This this is look. Yo, remember we
3: said
2: uh these kids nine. these kids grown ups cry. And I be looking like Really? Oh nah, she ain't cut out for it. You ain't built for this. Bye baby. You ain't built for it. It's so bad we take bets when people get hired, and we be like, "This won't be here for this much." It's this because month. they don't got a mouthpiece.
3: You need to have a mouthpiece. Yeah, Yo, when, when, when you when you when you work
2: with kids, I don't care how old they are, you have to command authority. Yeah, um, and you have to give love though at the same time. Yeah. So I will discipline my children, and I will lean on them in a minute. But I also love them very much yeah. too, like a big um, sister. Approach. Yeah, and they're very draining. They are because the kids, they kids don't know. Are. They're learning. They're they trying to figure walk it out. Around
3: bumping their heads. But
2: the biggest thing is they love that discipline, and they love. The love. They want it all at the same time. They don't respect you when you don't try to give them any grounds for discipline. They don't. Correct them. Right. Talk to them. Let them know what's up. But sometimes their, I guess, personalities are so strong that they're able, they're just, they're they're out of pocket. You know, and it's a lot of reasons, but you also have to let them know you ain't the one for that. Um, and I've worked with kids since I came out of undergrad, so I'm just like from all the way preschool age, like infants to right. like 20. You know, I mean, some of my kids have aged out of the system as they have moved on, but
3: yeah. I'm
2: never, I'm never too shy of anything, and that's not like even tooting my own horn, but mm-hmm. like you can't be here yeah. being a you pussy. Co- yeah,
3: that's true shit. You
2: you can't. Like I I don't even know. I sometimes I be looking. I be like, so why you here?
3: Yeah, you said that. You said that before. I mean, I've
2: asked people like, "Yo, I think you should just leave." Like, yeah, I'm not even trying to gas you or like, you know, this ain't gonna work for you. You scared? Yeah, you know, I I, we look. You you can't be scared, okay? Because when they get the when they get the fucking fight, what are you gonna do? Mm. Run.
3: All right, what we got? Anywho,
2: speaking of kids, um, we all know that the sex trafficking industry is. Really troubling, and it is still very much thriving. Yeah. Um, a New Jersey mom desperately is searching for her 17-year-old daughter and is pretty much beside herself after authorities told her this week that the teen's photo is now showing up on sex-trafficking websites.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, even though this story is a little old, this is back from September, uh, Aviana a- Weaver was last seen on September 12th in Mount Holly, New Jersey, it's actually where my aunt lives. It used to be a really nice area, and it has gone to shit. Really? Um, yeah, it's a little wild. So um Aviana Reed? Yeah, Aviana Weaver. Weaver. Uh-huh. She was last seen on September 12th in Mount Holly, New Jersey, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Now her mother says that um, investigators made a disturbing find. We have um, pornography pictures, and my daughter looked completely upset and unhappy in these photos. Um... They investigators pretty much believe that she's in danger and being held against her will. She's 17 and she looks upset. Uh, her mom was tipped off that her daughter might be near Broad Street and Erie Avenue in Philadelphia, which is also a big place, um, Philly, where the uh, Philly and Jersey meet. Um, cause Mount Holly, if you're familiar with New Jersey, is South Jersey. So mm-hmm. you're actually closer to Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big heroin epidemic at the bridge there as well, where kids are getting, trying to get heroin. They're trying to buy drugs. Like it's just, it's real bad. It, it, it's getting bad. Um, some people said that they may have saw, saw her, you know, they had police out on bikes, um, and on, on feet on foot. I'm sorry. And, uh. They didn't see anybody. They were out there till like 1 a.m. and didn't see.
3: I guess what I'm trying to understand is how, like how are they like how like do they how do they, do they are they kidnap, kidnapping these girls and then they like hold them like just hold them like I'm trying to understand um, that whole so thing. There's,
2: I think there's a, a couple ways how kids are getting abduct, abducted. There is a film that's an independent film. It is very graphic. So, What's you know, you got to it's called Gardens of the Night. It has Diana Ross son in it. Um, and the dad from, shit, what's his name? He was, was he the husband or ex-husband on Roseanne? Um, but pretty much to give you, to give you the movie without giving too much away, this particular man worked on abducting children. Like he worked at it to build John trust. Malkovich?
3: No. no, Tom Arnold. Yeah, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yep,
2: I couldn't think of his name. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much his character was a middle-aged white man, very clean, very professional, speaking intelligence, quote unquote smart, whatever. Um, he worked on kidnapping kids. So pretty much when he approached this little girl, she was maybe about like seven or eight, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, you know, um, what's your name?" You know, they were talking. He was she was like, oh, "I gotta go to school." You know, all right, end the conversation. That was the first day. Mm-hmm. The next day, you know, he got a little bit of information from her to kind of be able to use it. And I was like, what the fuck is he about to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. The next day he comes, he's like, yo, I lost my dog. Can you help me look for my dog? They're looking everywhere. They're in other people's backyards looking, whatever, whatever. Cool. He was like, let me take you to school because you're late. You know what I mean? She built a, She's building a relationship with this man. So... He takes her to school, drops her off. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Next day, he comes to the school where he dropped her off and was like, hey, so-and-so, your dad said that there was an issue at the water company because she told him where her dad worked at. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to pick you up from school. And she looked like, mm, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know that I'm supposed to go. He was like, no, no, no. I'm going to take you home. I'm going to take you home. I got you. Pretty much took her in the car. She was never found again. Like, he abducted her. Mm-hmm. He also had a black kid. Now, the interesting thing about the black kid, when he was given the black child, the mother was on drugs, and she basically sold her son mm-hmm. to these people in exchange for drugs. Right. So it was the black kid and the white girl stop. together.
3: I'm going to stop right there, yeah. but
2: I mean- I'm, not, going, I'm right, I really want like you
3: on right after, after we get done. Yeah, recording. I really
2: want you to watch it. It's really good. It is very graphic because it is an independent film, but it did raise awareness on- how these kids are marketed in the industry? I mean, they're flying them all over the country. Um, so you may be abducted here in Maryland and end up all the way to fuck in California somewhere. And when you are no longer marketable, you become homeless youth, um, and they just drop you off somewhere. And most of those young people end up prostituting and, and becoming sex workers, yeah, a... because they've spent majority of their life doing this, lost. or they end up recruiting other girls. So that is a thing, too, where they send these young girls out. They're so mind warped and fucked up. They'll tell you to send another girl out. You start to trust her and bring her back. And then now she's got to. So it, it's real sick, like, how these people are, are doing this shit. Um, Whistleblower was um, similar to that, if, you've, if anybody's ever seen that film. And that was where the government was involved in sex trafficking with young ladies. How oh, the um, fuck? Yeah, and they knew. The military was very well aware of what they were doing because the, the, the um, military was also fucking these girls, too. They were doing the same thing. Um, and they were using scare tactics To keep the girls from talking There's one particular scene In the whistleblower film Where um, the FBI agent Kind of comes in And she's like Hey The door is open Y'all are free They basically had these girls In a big room Kind of like this mm-hmm. With mattresses all over the floor It was dirty as hell It, uh-huh. it was disgusting uh-huh. Dirty as shit The girl walks in She's like Yo y'all could leave Like come on I'm here Let's go I'm gonna take y'all Them, them girls stood right there And was like I'm not going to wear I mean, the door is open. You can walk out the door. Leave. So the guy came in and was like, leave then. If y'all going to leave, leave. The person who was like kind of running up, leave. Get the fuck out then. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't leave. It's deeper than just the beating and stuff like that. They have like warped their minds so bad that that's the only place where they feel like they can stay. Um, And they also use other scare tactics, like maybe beating another young lady in front front of of all of the rest of them. Like, this is what happens when y'all talk to the police. This is what y'all do, you know, and they put a broomstick up the girl's butt in front of everybody in front of everybody. So that scared the shit out of them. Um, But I say that to say, please keep an eye on your children. Um, Watch who they're, you know, monitoring, monitor who they're talking to on the Internet I also noticed that a lot of um, men, grown men, are have been targeting kids that I work with through social media. Like when they tell me they're asking for pictures of feet, they're asking for pictures in exchange for money. Really, all t- it's it's sick, you know. And you really have to educate your kids. Um, boys are actually really high in in the market versus little girls. They want more boys. Boys get abducted at the same rate. Right. You know, and, and a lot of times it's it's trust built and it's, that's it. You know, I'm building a relationship with you and I'm, I I want to, you know, get to know you and I'm using things that you tell me in conversation to help build that relationship right. to get you to buy into what it is that I want you to do. So watch your kids, watch your nieces, nephews, watch who they're talking to online, these Google Hangouts and meetups and all of that stuff like that. Um this young lady, uh, she has ended up on, on websites. On the dark uh, web. Yeah, and her mom even said that, you know, she's never done something like this before. It's her senior year. She went to sc- school for the first few days and then disappeared. She missed the eye doctor's appointment. She doesn't have any clothes. It's not like her. She hasn't been known to, um, been, been on any drugs. They don't have any friends or family in Philadelphia, and it's completely out of her character and very scary. Nine times out of ten, she's probably extremely drugged up all day long. Yeah. Like, so she probably doesn't know, like, what's going on. Um, And in one particular um, thing, I know that what they do is they'll take Polaroids of these kids, put their age and their name, and they'll meet up with people at, like, diners and shit like that. And they'll say, how much for this one? How much for this one? Like, the client can go through the book of kids and look at the age range. This one's nine. This one's 12. This one's this. Usually, once the kids become, like... 18, they're no longer really marketable in the industry anymore. Mm-hmm. So they get dumped wherever they're at. Um, and that's pretty much it.
3: There's some sick motherfuckers out here.
2: Yeah, trafficking is a big... The thing is, let's think it's of, a let's, big let's,
3: thing. We're looking at the people that's abduct, abduct, abducting them, but who is the people that's like, the market, like, I need me to buy, I need to buy. Are there these rich are people? these are
2: rich people. Elitist. Yeah.
3: Like, I want to buy. Corporate, corporate America. Corporate. These
2: are corporate people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the documentaries that I've seen about kids being abducted and stuff like that. Um, what's the other documentary that we've all we've kind of made a joke about it, but it was real fucking crazy. Abducted in plain sight on Netflix. Yo, um, yo, like y'all really just let this man anymore. like I couldn't what? watch it anymore. I
3: got to episode maybe three. And yo, I y'all would,
2: was let like, like this man really basically took advantage of the whole fucking family. He fucked everybody.
3: Yeah. He the fucked mom, everybody. The, dad, the kid the five one. I think I I so I think it was episode two when he when the fa- when he came out and the father said he fucked him. Like who the fuck is this is this fucking interview with a vampire? This nigga fucked the mm-hmm. father. That was what movie was that? It was a TV show on NBC. It can't no, coming on Hulu, but it was about not Marilyn Manson. Not Marilyn Manson. Uh Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I think it was about Charles Manson. The Hulu um but I think I'm pretty sure it was, but it was a. Oh my goodness. It's going to kill me. Um, I'm going to type it in Hulu. Charles Manson, Hulu. Um, Of course, it showed up abducted in plain sight. But pretty much, it was a TV show and it talked about it, it, It like the basis on. My mother had me watching that shit. And pretty much, it the same thing happened. Like, mm-hmm. he was fucking all the parents and shit. Mm hmm. Yo, hold on. Oh no, I have finished. Please. So my my
2: question is always like, what type of time are y'all motherfuckers on? Like, what what is this? You really have to be careful about who you let around your children, and that's why you know for women that um, are mothers, I'm always really concerned when they're like, and I, I don't really know no good way to say this, but being extremely promiscuous and having random random men around your kids all the time, like you need to protect your kids. My mother being a single woman... Aquarius. Oh, okay. Aquarius. I know exactly what you... Yes. Aquarius. I know exactly what you're talking Sorry, about. go ahead.
3: My fault. I didn't mean to But there.
2: my mother being a single mom, if my mom was hoeing, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Because there were no men. I only know of two men that my mother dated. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Uh, and I mean, like, dated, dated. I'm, mm. I've seen maybe a guy come to pick her up outside, but he never came to the... thing. Like, my mother would be like, you cannot come to the door. You can't... Don't talk to my kids. Like, mm. don't... Mm-mm. You know, so when I see these women that let random men in their home and their
3: kids are in a, Like, you don't worry about that. Like, you're asleep. Well, there's people... Like, not everybody has that, that guttural feeling that to know or just Shit. know what to do with their children. I, I mean, that's just how it is. Shit. Some people have a very trusting... And people prey on that.
2: Shit. There's Fuck, people mm-mm. that prey
3: on people like that. To be able to, as a man, to be able to go into a family's house and fuck everybody to steal the kid abduct the kid fuck the wife fuck the father
2: and you took the little girl like took Yo. what the fuck i was like wait Yo. what I'm also starting to look at y'all a little crazy, too. Men? Yeah, I mean, no, the the parents yeah. in that situation, even, like, not to backtrack, I don't want to stay on this too long, mm-hmm. but even with the R. Kelly thing, I am really clear that R. Kelly is a disgusting yeah, fucking but pervert. Parents, but, yo, y'all kind of, like, okay,
3: yeah. brought these kids to him. Yeah, there was a lot of, they, they uh, started to out the parents a little bit. Y'all, y'all
2: they, pulled up. Like, like yo, I brought why him you to take, a show. Why, why you, are you at an R. Kelly I show? I would never take
3: Harlan to it's a fucking not R. Kelly show.
2: Not appropriate.
3: For what? Bumpy grind? Fuck we gonna vibe out to.
2: What is appropriate? She was really having a bad week in school, so I thought I would just, you know, bring her to an R. Kelly concert. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. And I know there's no manual on parenting, and I know that people get hypersensitive when you start talking about their their parenting and shit, Mm. but some of y'all are really making bad decisions. Your kids should not see three and four different niggas in and out the door. I don't give a fuck if they're asleep. The fact that a man even crossed the threshold and your kids are upstairs or, you know, down the hallway, knocked out. Mm -hmm. For you to be in the same home as my children, I have to really trust you. There's no way that you could be in a house with my fucking kids and I'm just a tender hookup. Like, (laughs) what? Like that's that that's weird to me. That yeah. that's not even safe. Yeah. You know, same thing goes for the men that constantly, you know, introduce their kids to random women all the time. That shit is not a good look.
3: It's not it's nobody, no one. Because
2: women man. are just as crazy. If you've ever seen fatal attraction where, you know, she went and abducted their daughter and took mm-hmm. her to the theme park all day and then killed the rabbit and what the fuck? Like that's too much. You got a little too sloppy with the shit. It's too sloppy. So, you know, please just keep an eye on your young people, monitor their online use um because it's it's getting real out here. Uh, I guess we talked about job rejection and like um well, not job rejection, but workplace stuff. Um, there was also an article published about um job rejection and moving back home doesn't necessarily mean that you have failed, even I though totally agree, even though most of us speak may on look it, Suki. At it like that speak on it. So if there's anything that I've ever learned about job searches in the past few weeks is that looking for a job is strangely similar to dating. You walk into these companies hoping that you'll click. And even when that doesn't happen, your feelings are still kind of hurt when they don't call. The only difference is that after a bad date, you can still pay your car note. (laughs)
3: True (laughs) shit.
2: So welcome to (laughs) to the wonderful world of fun employment. Um, although it has stopped being fun a few weeks, a few weeks ago, when I realized that I was halfway through my unemployment benefits and the rejection letters started trickling in, um, what exactly were the fucking perks of being unemployed? There's way less laundry to do, um, since most days you can find me in leggings and a sweater. I also have the luxury of being bra free most days, and I spend way less money on lunch since I'm not stuck in the office. Right.
1: (laughs) Pros. But I
2: must admit, some days I go a little stir-crazy since taking on my almost two-year-old daughter full-time, because of course she can't go to school no more because I can't pay for it, Mm -hmm. so you're not going back. Um, In between being unable to shake the Doc McStuffins theme song from my head, I have daily tasks of keeping her from snacking on a Crayola's autumn collection of colors and playing hide and seek with a dirty diaper she snatched off and hidden. Jesus Lord. So pretty much this young lady talks about her being unemployed, for quite some time, mm-hmm. she ended up writing a book called "Underpaid and Unappreciated: Why nice. More Millennials Have Way um, Way Less Job Loyalty," which that is a that's real a, thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. We don't stay we're at jobs. No, we're no
3: longer in the that twenty years. But that's, that's 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 not a thing anymore because nah. the same energy that job, the same energy that we want to get with. Uh, get a job and be happy jobs will get rid of us so quick and we can see that and yeah
2: and if you're in the state of maryland you're an at will state meaning that your job can let you go without notice mm-hmm. and they don't have to tell you why mm-hmm. so i encourage you no matter what state you're in to look at if your job is an at will employer because if it is that pretty much means that they Governor can let you go yeah they could let you go so two weeks
3: how Yo, that, that, that. Two <laughs> so weeks what? Where? Where? Now, bitch. <laughs> where? I'm leaving. <laughs> Yo, that's some real shit. I, um, I, I, when I went through my, uh, shit, I wrote an article. No, not an article. I guess it is an article on LinkedIn. Um, in 2014, September 2014. It was called Not a Good Fit. Um, and if anybody ever wants to read it, let me know. I'll send it to y'all. But it's on my LinkedIn.
2: Oh, and this is Adrian Ballone, actually. That really? Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she talked about how she started 3LW and stuff and, you know, had this whole group and it fell apart, which that got messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But yeah, pretty much she talked about moving home and, you know, when her career didn't work for her anymore and... You know, most people think that rough patches have a tendency to make people think that your present day misery will somehow set the tone for your whole life. You know, when you're in that moment, you're in there. Yeah. If you have ever been unemployed or even if you've been employed, but you feel like, okay, what now? Yeah. I, you kind of plateaued. Mm-hmm. You've been hopping, 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 hopping jobs. And it's like, shit, what do I do now?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's okay to go home, guys. Um, I totally
3: th- agree. Like, Listen, I've done it. Um, there's been situations, like I've said on the podcast, where I had to go, and, and it's still right to this day, I still got people that hit me up like, yo, you in town, because they don't know if mm-hmm. I'm in Buffalo. It's not like I'm jet-setting or anything. But back in the day, it was hard, like, working for myself, and there would be months that were really good. There would be months where I couldn't afford shit.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
3: been times where I've slept in my car, like, you know, and there was been times where, you know, Later on, that I couldn't, you know, afford Harlan, and I was like, "Yo, can I bring Harlan to Buffalo with me?" Because you, I can't help you with Harlan. So what I can do is give her food and provide for her with at, at my mother's house. Right, you know that until I get my shit together because and mm-hmm. my shit together was me just until I get a fucking job. Right, you know what I'm saying. So right. I've I've done that, you know, and that doesn't mean anything. It's just it's hard. That's another reason why I don't post a lot. You know, a lot of people post all their good moments, but I got stories for days. And and anybody that's going through that right now, that's or has been through it, and maybe at the end of the tunnel or feel as though they're almost there, lost a job, second guessing yourself on almost at the end of the fucking unemployment because now we're in a year that unemployment runs out back in the day i've been unemployment back when i was in college i was on unemployment Jeez. and that shit Some used to of get uncles, renewed so i'd be
2: like damn you ain't go back to work yet
3: that shit used to get renewed but nowadays that shit you get like a certain time and that shit taps yeah. out and it's and over. you also have
2: to do like classes and all this other stuff too. like you time. just don't
3: get it just to get it yo Yo, definitely. And if you miss the class, <laughs> oh, they will withhold your pay. They withhold your pay and even if you pr- prove that you were out of town or you just, you know, prove that you didn't that you had a valid reason, mm-hmm. it takes like 2 weeks to get your check. Get Damn. that money back. It's going to be built up, but for that moment, you don't have money for, like, two weeks or, you know, three weeks. Maybe they can make it faster. It's just, it's all fucked up. So, you know, yeah, I've been there. That shit is real. And I got PTSD from it. Like, I save my dollars now. Like, literally. Like, I have a savings account. I have my normal money. But also, if I take cash out, any dollar that I have, dollars or $5 bills, I put, and I put it in a roll of money. Because I'm nervous, like because of that situation. I yeah. told myself I will never be in that situation again.
2: All it takes for most of us is to fall hard one time. One time. And you will never put yourself back in that place ever again. Nigga, that rock it gives bottom. you like crazy anxiety, even thinking like if it's gonna go that way. Oh my god. You'd be like, Oh nah, hell no. Nah. No, nah, that know shit what I mean? is hard,
3: yo. Like, you know, so I've been there. Like I said, I wrote like an article a long time ago called Not a Good Fit. Um in my mind, I thought I was going to go viral. It didn't. It didn't at all, actually. <laughs> but it was a really good... Like, people liked it on LinkedIn and, you know, commented on it. But it was... That's how I felt at the time. And I'm not going to read it, but it was a really... It was just really at the... It, people it,
2: can it find it on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. Just, yeah. like,
3: find me on LinkedIn, and it's under my articles. Um, But it just... It was a message to people. I felt as though I wasn't the only, like, we're not the only people. like I wasn't the only person at the time going through this. But it literally, I, what the muse of it was, I had woke up to a call. And it was to a job that I really wanted. And the job was like, unfortunately, we chose to go another other route. I really, or email. I got an email.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Cause that's one thing, that's one thing you keep open, your emails and your voicemails. You checking out when you don't got no job, ain't nothing like Man, yo what? I don't I unsubscribe from everything when I'm when I didn't have a job because I don't want no I don't wanna get like happy to see I got no email and it's just TGI Friday selling me. <laughs> five dollar burgers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't even need, have five dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't need none <laughs> of that shit. So right. I woke up and I was like just hurt and I was sad and I was like, you know what, I'ma just write and I just started typing. Like on the same laptop, I was like out I had got to the point where I was keep seeing I kept seeing the same damn jobs on Indeed and on on Craigslist and everywhere else and I was just tired and yeah so yeah that that shit is no joke man so anybody that's been through that you know yeah. y'all know where I where I am with it but if anybody ever wants the article let me know I can uh, DM it to them or y'all can find it on my LinkedIn. Yeah, all know my name. So, anyway. Yeah. Relocating
2: home, it's not bad. If you have yeah, to go home to get help. Keep
3: going. Keep doing it yo, until you Do back. what you
2: need to do. And I, it, I, you look, we as black people have this weird thing where we like 18, we're done. You still need help. Yeah, you're still a kid. Yeah, you still need help and you need guidance and a lot of support. Shit, even in your 20s, you ain't all the way right.
3: Yo, I wasn't right until so I was like 27.
2: Yeah, you ain't all the way right. So it's like there have been things that I've done in moving out uh, too early, you mm-hmm. know, because I want to be grown. Or you feel like there there are these people that feel like their family has this pressure on them that really doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. nobody told you to go. You didn't right. have to go. You felt like you, you needed to like go. You felt like you needed to leave. Yeah. Um, but we, shit, shout outs to us, you know, as black folks, because, you know, we, we we do get it popping and go become independent, like, real quick, like, mm-hmm. from our families. And some of us have to leave for whatever the, the reason is. There may be too many kids in the house. You know, you may feel like you don't have enough privacy. You know, you may have the house where everybody comes to, and it's like, yo, I can't do this no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need my own space. So I, I get it. But if you ever have to regroup, I have often contemplated about, Moving back home,
3: yeah, Um, yeah, I I
2: have a couple times. Like shit, maybe I should, and sometimes I still do to this day. Think about like maybe I could regroup and get my shit right, you know, and then go back. But I think about that's a major sacrifice. I think a
3: lot of people. What what one of the biggest things that hinders people from doing that is they care about what other people think. Yeah, I give for me zero. It's
2: not even that. It's just I feel stifled and crippled. Like going Mm. back into my parents' house. I can't. I, yeah. I just... I, and I and I really... Low-key, I want to because of the money aspect. I yeah. think about how much more money I can have. Yeah. Like,
3: what? But, you know... You know, and help
2: my mom pay some shit because yeah. that's a collective... See, that's one thing that other minorities have on us that we don't where we they're able to collectively out. like help out and mm-hmm. live. Yeah. Um, because in other cultures, you don't really move out sometimes till you get married, mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess that's twofold. Like it could go one way or another. Bad. Yeah. Like you ain't never really lived on your own, so you don't know how that yeah. works. But overall, yeah, shit. Sometimes I do wanna, I do wanna move home.
3: I've done it, done it yeah. a few times, and sometimes you know, I do. it was great. It was, it was, it was, a, it was very humbling because I was mm-hmm. rock bottom when, when <laughs> nigga went from having a, a nice car, from having that car. Being repo man Mm -hmm. like losing everything and getting a ride to fucking work like what the fuck what happened yeah you know but that's a humbling thing like it it calms you down like nigga get your shit together so when i when i have these 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 soapbox talks when i'm talking about like you know you know taking a step back and understanding understand that it's coming from a place that i've been. And I don't ever want to go to. But if I can help somebody not go to that place, then the, yeah. listen to me. But honestly, ain't nothing like hitting rock bottom. It that shit hit character. different. Oh, my God.
2: It definitely builds character. I... Can think of like my top five lowest moments, and I'm sure there's probably not trying to be negative or pessimistic. I'm sure there's probably more to come Mm -hmm. because that's life. That's life, but But it's it's your
3: character how you. I think of
2: my top five, and I'm like, shit, nigga, you don't know because sometimes people. You know, are jealous of you, or they're angry with you, or they don't fuck with you because they're looking at a finished product, and that's what I told people. Yeah. You don't know what it took you for me to get to the all space my right life, here. nickel. Right. All my life. You don't know because <laughs> I know what it is to come home and you hit them lights, and I'm like, Oh, oh shit. shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I was charging my laptop at one point at work for like six to eight months straight, and watch me a little movie. Right. I was watching Pulp Fiction like. For but, oh.
3: Nigga, yo, I, yo, you know so I
2: could go to sleep yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying you mean the, yo. I'm like shit well the hot water's still working yeah. so, but I still gotta go to work Yeah, you know what I mean because I was over here extending myself to family and helping out mm-hmm. and giving money I'm not taking care of my shit <laughs> so I've man please I've been there I've, I've, I've definitely yeah. been there so you have to if you gotta go home to regroup if you need a roommate to regroup
3: there's nothing wrong with that. You gotta what understand the fuck we do you need to do I think one of the things is as our generation, mm-hmm. we because we're so in tune with the previous generation, like the younger generation, not. Nah, they're they're not they're in tune to our generation. Right. But we are still in tune with our grandparents who came from back in the day, literally twenty thousand dollars to get a house. I bought a house. not house. they buy like, literally they have the cash, they have the capital to buy a home, mm-hmm. to put down on a home, get the home and, and do what they need to do. We are in a different place. We're not Factory workers, we're 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 actual. entrepreneurs be house with
2: one window; the other windows is broken out. Yo, that should be six hundred thousand dollars. Like what the fuck I'm getting? No right. backyard, no nothing.
3: Right. You know our our situation is. And totally you need three hundred thousand today. Today, right now.
2: I'm like shit.
3: Wire transfer, so and you got to pay on that wire transfer. I told
2: Sally Mae when them hoes called me talking about, can you ask <laughs> your parents? I said, ass, I niggas. said, hey bitch, look, <laughs> listen here. Uh if I could have asked my parents, bitch, for some goddamn money, do you Saturday, think I would have borrowed it from y'all to begin with? Yo, I can't ask I them actually, for Actually,
3: I actually uh <laughs> I was I've been like tra- I keep a bill book. So every every stage I write down all my bills for the for the week and all that. Um so I can stay on my budget or whatever. And I've learned that I have out of all my bills, my credit cards and everything, I'm getting porn star fucked with my loans i consolidated when i didn't know what i was doing mm-hmm. because my loans were like they i got fucked when i got my loans i didn't know what i was doing yo, My loans i think were, all of us i'm not even the talking about oh three oh 04, four high school i'm nigga, talking about my shit was like yo i swear to god i would have one loan for like 300 then another loan for 750 a loan for oh, a yeah. thousand all like, these wait, small ass loans and then i was like i had to consolidate i consolidated nigga I'm not going to put all my information out there because I just, you know, I'm not going to do that. But pretty much, my I don't owe a lot of money. Like, I don't. Like, car note money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, a a, a new car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I pay the amount I'm paying monthly, if I continue to pay, like I, I've been doing, because it's doing good for my credit, but if I continue to do that, my shit won't be paid until 2037. Mm-hmm. By that point, I I will have paid an additional, I will pay 50% more. Of course. I was like, so I'm I'm gonna bite Just the bullet right now. The shit. Yo, I'm a, Right. The fuck. Like, yo, come on, nigga. Yo, so what and I'm saying. I have doing some right now... people
2: who are like, yo, I can't pay it. Like I don't have the money to pay it. Like if it would be rent or student loans, I gotta pay my rent. because yeah, I got a kid. Yeah, fuck. You know you, what I mean? Man. Or I have other pay stuff. For no so they're college. like, I don't, you know, some you told people told me to go
3: to college, bitch. <laughs>
2: um, shout outs to uh Keon. Uh, yeah, shout out
3: to your mother. Yes.
2: Yeah, so um she has posted some things about people saying shit about people's financial education and you know how we tell people if you could put this away, you could can do this there's some sort of snobbery uh, uh you know with all of that and I do agree with Keon when she was posting that that people have this type of air about them telling people how to save their fucking money how can you save money when you ain't got nothing to work with from the beginning you know when people are like even if it's
3: just five hours
2: <laughs> but the reality is everybody isn't twerking off their bread they're not there are a lot of people that are like paying everything to the T, and the last thing that they do want is electric lemonade from from Fridays. I they hate you. they they do want that. I hate you. Them shits used to be hitting though. I hate but you. they do, I want, hate that. I they do want that. They do want that, in a little like Jack that. Daniels, you little. Get day, on my thing.
3: damn nerves.
2: But I'm just saying, I do want that. I want it because I mean, goddamn, like I done not pay the fucking Capital One. Mm-hmm. I done not pay this person, this person, this person. Now, so now I do want some America's Best Wings tonight. <laughs> For dinner, yeah. you know I've been eating peanut butter and jelly all week.
3: Yeah, now it's time for me to
2: ball out. Okay, little bit. a little extra bitch. twenty dollars. Okay, bitch, i have another blue cheese in that bitch. Oh shit, 50 you got I don't get a fuck. Today. You got money today, right. huh? You know, so I don't think that people are just not paying their bills to be fucking losers. Nah. Like some people really have to weigh what bill can get paid.
3: But also, we are in the end. We the, I I saw an article, read a part, part of it. This was. Mm-hmm. Um, in passing, um, about millennials not cooking as much as anymore. We don't. We don't cook. We don't have time. I bet you though, we don't have time because we don't make time. We don't. We
2: don't have time. We
3: we got time.
2: I'm gonna tell you as a person who
3: works a lot, like a lot. Well, you're different. I don't you, have time. You you do work a lot. You work overnights and yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't but have I'm time. Just saying, like me, I definitely have time. I could go, I'm gonna my plan is out uh, somebody shout out to uh um uh peerless sapiosexual. She, uh, she's like a fitness, she's a fitness person. Hit me up and wrote me out a, a, a plan, mm-hmm. but I got to cook the shit. So there's that. Hey. Yeah. So anybody want to cook, I'll pay them. Hey, I got to make chili and all of that. I digress. Um, yeah, so we don't cook as much. So we spend more money. We spend a lot more money. I think we suck at budgeting. We suck at budgeting. Yeah. I suck at the amount of money I spent alone on gambling. In the year I lost everything was ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought
3: that was crazy, but I won more money than I won more than I spent.
1: Hmm.
3: I won way more money than I spent. So I was pr- a professional gambler when I look at it in my mind because that shit helped me with a lot of things, but the at the end of the day we're just different than our other generation yeah you know what i'm saying so i agree you know the ge- previous generation and we're, we're in like the newer generation we're they're like a a weird chemically imbalanced <laughs> evolved version of us in a in po- an apocalyptic world cuz they are different i listen right. to, my little brothers i love them to death they are like me in their own way But they are definitely different than I am. My nephew.
2: They have a total different outlook on my... Yeah,
3: they had the internet... Yeah. Nigga, I was fucking with Lycos. Yeah. Nigga, what? Yeah.
2: Ask Jeeves. These kids, what? these kids are are very fluid in their sexuality and how they want to do their work and how they want to everything
3: is I like I think eh, they think they grown. I, don't know. I think what I think, what I this is what I think. And I want to go to the next thing cuz yeah. we we've been going off on this, but I'm, I'm I'm feeling it. Um I really think that the kids nowadays, they are getting older at a younger age. Yeah. And but you
2: also have to think the world is fucked up too. So they're being exposed. They have, they're not really able to have a childhood they because not. they're exposed to so much more. We was playing outside. Yeah. We didn't know what the fuck was on the outside of our neighborhood walls. Like That's true. even if you lived in a hood, you probably really was like, it's ghetto, but we outside. Yeah, we, we outside. outside. We playing and shit. Like you know what I mean? Like we chilling. Christmas is cool. It's this? You know, in 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 retrospect, you may be like, damn, I was
3: what the fuck. But we were stronger. We were. I'm not gonna. Com- I'm not coming at the younger kids because you no, know are y'all, little, y'all the future. Are a y'all a little different because I
2: can't. I'm overwhelmed.
3: Like, like I'm like what? Listen, I got I got robbed one time at gunpoint. Right? Mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nigga, I was out at one in the morning.
2: <laughs> Why the fuck was you out at one? in the Good morning? Good question.
3: I was walking from my cousin's house. May you rest in peace. You're like I was just out. I was I was a street little street nigga. Just mm. always out playing. Not doing no street shit. Like, every now and again, try to find some fights and shit. Mm. But just doing dumb shit. Egging houses and doing bad little nigga shit.
2: Bad little you nigga know, shit. You
3: know, bad little nigga shit. I wasn't, you know, bringing no drama to my parents' house. I, I'm the same person I am right now. Like, I don't bring drama to my parents' house. Right. They know me as Clayton. They don't know Dolo. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. But the kids nowadays, they, they act like, I don't know if they know how to how to work in that situation. They know, like the music lets them know how to act but they don't, they really not about that shit and...
2: They about them drugs though.
3: That's, that's all though.
2: And I be like, yo, you need to function. Like yo, that
3: shit is wild. All right, what's the next thing? Cause I was about to go into a drug rant.
2: Uh, Right. Um, I want some ho- edibles. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the holidays are approaching. Yeah. And there are several major stores that are set to close on Thanksgiving Day, which I think is amazing.
3: They're they're gonna they're closing down or they're just closing. No, they're for gonna black... just
2: close for Thanksgiving Day. Um so So that's
3: that everybody closes for Thanksgiving no, Day. No, they
2: don't. I worked in the retail industry, and we were open Thanksgiving Day. We were closed the night before, I want to say. If you remember when we worked at Old Slavery, a.k.a. Old Navy, let me know. But I believe that we closed, like, so that night we closed the store the night before, and so we were closed during the day and Thanksgiving, but we opened up at six o'clock. So Pasuki, six o'clock for that, like forty eight no, no, no. hours. No, I'm talking
3: to no. I'm talking about before this whole. I'm talking about in the nineties. Oh we yeah,
2: we used to be. Every we don't do that now. Used to used to shut down on a holiday. And then Black
3: Friday was a real thing that happened. Like yeah,
2: the day after, after. Thanksgiving. Now you have Thanksgiving niggas, sales.
3: niggas, yeah, like niggas like leaving, like burping, like wiping their face, and then going, and going hit, to Walmart yo, y'all and shit. First of so all, so I don't. That's not. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. I'm going to let you finish your comment or whatever, but I think that's not a big up. Like nigga, you've been doing that. That's not that's not doing anything. You're going back to what you did. Do it. So I don't not going to give you any praise. To you that. know what's
2: interesting to me? Being a person who has worked in the retail industry. Same here. Um I hate when customers come in and they used to be like, "They got you guys working here on Thanksgiving?" Oh my oh, god, that's insane. But you're here. But you're you fucking dumbass. here, you bitch.
3: Yo, you bitch.
2: So <laughs> get your fucking, fucking flannel pajamas <laughs> right. and get the fuck out. Right.
3: For them fucking Uggs and them fucking weird... Uh, yes.
2: Get out. Yes,
3: leave. Because you didn't you brush and your teeth. You Because you got bedhead. Dirty and you got bedhead. To get you some fucking
2: dollar flip-flops. Yep. Some you got to be fucking... some shit's going to be worn <laughs> in the goddamn them. cicada stompers. Oh,
3: my gosh.
2: Tell me, we're getting like th- 20 of them for a bridal party. If you're wearing the fucking... Look, that ain't happening at my wedding. Y'all better not put on no goddamn flip-flops.
3: Don't they do that like after they get nowhere wearing the shoes or
2: something? Yeah, because, you know, some people parents have gout and shit. They got to take that off. Um, what
3: are the stores, Suki? Could you could you um, enlighten <laughs> us on that? Damn it!
2: Costco, H and M, Hobby Lobby, Home Depot, Sam's Club, REI. And more. Um
3: REI. Who the fuck cares about REI? All right. That's not like good. Um, a...
2: I have a oh, the Army and Air Force Exchange Service, um, mm, Academy so they... Sports and Outdoors, Ace Hardware, BJ's, but they will open for Black Friday at seven AM, Bloomingdale's, the container store, Crate and Barrel, Guitar Center, Half Price Brooks, Harbor Fright, Um Home Depot, Home Goods, IKEA, Join Fabrics, Lowe's, Marshall's, Mattress Firm. Hmm. Uh, Patagonia, Petco, PetSmart, Pier One, Sam's Club, Sierra Trading Post, Steinmart. I love me, Steinmart. Oh, Steinmart Steinmart is cool. Yeah. TJ Maxx and True Value.
3: All places that... Probably said like nigga, we ain't the niggas to nobody. We're losing money by keeping lights on and paying employees all across the United States and other countries. I
2: just think it's rude.
3: They're doing. They're yo. They're, let
2: people have a day with their family. But no, yo. they're
3: only doing that because they're losing money. Probably, being open, yeah. because fucking going to their look, black They had little. They had, their little, they had they their little
2: PowerPoint presentation and was like, yeah, it's not really
3: cost effective. Yeah, it's to not. Have That's exactly why every place that you said. Including Steinmart, Petsmart. Oh, I'm gonna wake up at I'm gonna, uh, not even early in the morning. I'm gonna go after lunch to give me a new fucking dog. Are you kidding me? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's well, just on the on the
2: bad on the bad news, right now RetailMeNot Me Not predicts the following stores to be open on Thanksgiving. Walmart, Target, old Navy. Sears, Bass Pro Shop, that's five All Spy, that, Big that people Lots, go to.
3: GameStop. J- All the spots that people go JCPenney, to.
2: JCPenney, Coles, Macy's,
3: and Sears. Like I said, it was more cost effective Aww. to be closed because nobody coming in after third on, on Thanksgiving Day to PetSmart, to Steinmart.
2: My to, question is what's up? the fuck are y'all shopping after you
3: eat? Don't y'all go play Uno or something? Yo, we put the family, yo. Yo, we're getting
2: lit. Like, we're not trying to go shopping. I really am weirded out by those families that have, like, a whole game plan on how they're about to ruin a store for the day like I
3: just be trying to get high and play some Spades yeah, with the ew, family, just yo. cool
2: out. Yo, like get
3: drunk like yo. We're going to go to
2: Best Buy and get in line for the 67 inch TV. We're going to kill everyone. Honestly, in line.
3: I live for the um I live for Amazon Prime Day. Now, I don't yeah. give a fuck. And, and Amazon Prime I don't Prime. give a fuck about Black Friday. To yeah. be real
2: with you. I feel like Black Friday, to me, is only a major come up on major appliances, like things that you may really need. So if I really need a TV, perhaps maybe I would. But, you know, now they've even extended it. You know, we're getting out of the brick and mortars. Like, people are actually shopping online. Mm-hmm. Like, the internet is killing the mall, yo. Yeah. It, it, the mall is like a ghost town. There was a... um. I, Even though I like the sh- sensory experience for shopping.
3: Oh, yeah. I want to touch. It. I love shopping. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm going to be absolutely honest I love, I love, it. I love going through Me it. I, too. I, I love shopping. It's really and fun. And I can't date nobody that and, and don't, yo, like, to, my don't boys, like to shop. Yo, my homeboys be like, yo, yo, Dolo, like, they know I like to, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go to the mall. I want to walk the whole mall. Yo, yes. I want to do the whole I'm shit. I'm a fucking mall See? rat. Yeah. You go through HM, let me try this on. Yeah, let's All that shit. Make it a day. But a lot of people don't like that shit. But you know why I
2: go by myself then?
3: Because I don't like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be rushed. Yeah, yeah. I and drove out know, to
2: Virginia not too long ago. Did you go to while I was out there. No, no, no. I was out there for something else, but mm-hmm. I ended up stopping at Tyson's Corner. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk around, mm-hmm. see what's going on. I enjoyed it. It yeah. was so like it was like
3: drugs. My like favorite, I was like my Phew. favorite right mm-hmm. retail mm-hmm. therapy. Yo, New my stuff. favorite. Yo, my favorite mall right now is Annapolis Mall. I don't like it. I know a lot of Because it's don't.
2: not a circle.
3: You it's, stop at it, one end and you got to walk back the, the other how way. You got to do it. You got to learn how like to do that. it. I'm learning that, it's mom. It's cute, but I don't love, like that. I love the Zyra because I can't fit any. I bought one shirt. I finally got a shirt from Zara. Can you fit it? I mean, why would you ask me that? Because your air? arms are so big. Was, so here's the thing. It was stretchy. You so. ain't fat. Like, you're but not no, fat. But right? no, here's the thing. So for, for, for the before Fashion know week, they be in your message. All right, relax. i just so before Hey, I, girls. So before, I went to, before I went to Fashion Week, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Zara, and I'm going to find a shirt. I'm going to get in this shirt gonna and put my Spanx on. All right. All right, <laughs> Suki, All right. So I know I can't fit any pants at Zara. That's just not going to happen.
2: Well, you're not a turkey.
3: But I just can't fit. Like that shit is made for like slim men. Like yeah. I have a football player's build, so it just won't work. Unless like Michael, Michael Michael Strahan comes out with the line like there. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like so I went there. I was like, fuck so my I'ma plus turn, size I'ma, man. <laughs> I'm gonna take my time <laughs> and I'm gonna walk through. I'm gonna walk through this shit. So I found one shirt. I found another shirt. One shirt. Like it, I could put the shirt on. Mm-hmm. I could put their shirts on, like buttons up. I was looking for a button up. I'm, uh-huh. I'm fucking with button ups button ups right now. I don't think you can get button up from there, though. Yeah, so I put it on. Because you built like it, a pit move. You it know the harder. ones that have the Shut chain on Stop it, net. stop it. I was trying to it's take like, it he off. He's building up his, his <laughs> neck strength. I'm like, I couldn't take it off. It's abuse. Somebody asked me if I was okay to grow. Because <laughs> the curtain kept moving. I was like, like, <laughs> I was like, so, I was stuck like this. Yo, this shit was bad. But the next shirt it was stretchy material so it's it's tighter on the arms but it looks good um but yeah so shout out to Zara i said all that to say i love h&m although they i know we you know this whole cancel culture thing and the whole monkey and the the, the ponytail thing um they get me <laughs> they get my body they get me yeah, h&m get me okay h&m to, yeah i understand i get it but think of like i literally can't go to stores and just buy shit like i got homeboys that can go into fucking forever 21 and and spend 25 40 dollars yeah. and with a whole fit and be looking fly with some dope ass sneakers. Mm-hmm. Me, no, I gotta get my my jeans, gotta be at a boutique from a certain spot. I can't do I can't do uh Levi's, but it gotta be a certain type of Levi number, mm-hmm. gotta be a 5'11". And it's all this shit. That shit is stressful, my nigga. It like is. I'll be tired of that shit. But
2: at least you know how to dress your body.
3: Yeah, I mean everybody's <laughs> the jury's still out. All right. We got one more. Let's do one more. Um, we got it.
2: Jordan Peele is set to create the Jim Crow horror series for HBO. I heard
3: about that. That's going to be so lit. Yes. I'm happy because I don't know if anybody has seen- It's going lit- to be
2: called Lovecraft Country, set in the 1950s. That shit's going to be
3: dope. Yeah. Have you seen his um the, the remake of Twilight Zone? No. Really? Is it out already? Say less.
2: Okay. Fucking no. amazing. I have not.
3: So- Cause he's Jordan Peele, and he is just like you know, he's that light skinned man that embraces his black side like a motherfucker. He has
2: really good eyebrows in this picture. Hey, Shauna. <laughs> oh,
3: because it, said he it did do his
2: look eyebrows. like something she did. I'm a, I'm serious. Look at look at his brows. Them shits is kind of popping. Nice arch.
3: I think that's his rock joint. He just he just lifted. Okay, up. maybe he did. That's that. that's one thing. Like I always say, if I um, uh, you stupid as shit. If I like, I think niggas, you, you train for that. Hmm. I want to learn how to like find my good picture. Smize. Sm- what is it called? Smize. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, you got anything? I think we're done. Think we've been in this game for a minute now.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh. big ups to um Miss Diane Carroll. May she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Um, The reason why she's so significant to me is that if you was raised right, you know, Claudine, mm-hmm. um, which is the staple for the human service pr- uh, profession. I think every human service professional, um, social worker, therapist, whatever you are, you should watch that. Um, it talks about how social work kind of evolves from the 70s to now, mm-hmm. all up in your business, They mm-hmm. still in your business. But also, too, my namesake, my name is Dominique, and I got my name from Dominique Devereaux. That's the character on the Dynasty. Really? Um, Diane Carroll. So when my mom named me, you know, Dynasty is actually one of my favorite shows, the original, not the mm-hmm. remake. But um, I can still watch it to this day. I used to watch it with my grandma all the time. I was heavily
3: invested as a young child.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where my name came from. So, they named me after her character on the show.
3: Was, uh, I was named after my uncle. Oh. Huh? His name is Lowell Clayton Bell. Well, bless his yeah, heart. Yeah. Shout out to my uncle Lowell. Bless up. But Brooklyn. yes,
2: rest in peace, <laughs> Diane Carroll. Um, if you're not familiar, please go get familiar. That's a part of your history. Yeah. Jesus Lord. And I do like the clip that they showed of her. Um, She wanted to do Dynasty because... Um, she said minorities at the time were always depicted to be like the help or to be nice. And she was actually, you know, luxurious. She was be- Oh my God. I love her character. It's mm-hmm. everything. So, um, if you ever get the opportunity to go back and watch any old episodes of Dynasty, definitely go check it out. It's an amazing show. Lots of drama. Um, I don't have any going on, so it's good to watch it. Yeah. Um, but it was just well made. It's it's an amazing show. I love the I love the costumes. I love I just love it all. Mm-hmm. Dynasty is it's is amazing. And of course, she was in other things like Ease by You*. She was the uh, witch doctor um, when Red was trying to kill her dad, uh, and she asked for a voodoo doll. Mm-hmm. That was Diane Carroll. Um, so she was in lots she of other films.
3: Elzora, El- yeah, was her name.
2: Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't know nothing about no doll. <laughs> <laughs> But um, and E's Bayou was so oh gosh, was so before its time. It was Y'all different. wasn't ready for that. I remember me and my mom went to the movie. She was in the soulful,
3: uh, the soulful series. TV series. Yes, she mm-hmm. was Aunt Ruthie. Hmm. Grey's Anatomy. I yep. didn't watch Grey's Anatomy though.
2: Yep. So um, and she um passed from she cancer. had a long battle with breast cancer. cancer. Yeah.
3: So Fuck ladies, cancer. make sure
2: this is um breast cancer breast awareness, awareness month. month. Protect the tatas, your tittes,
3: and hopefully we will um be trying to do um. I'm gonna do an
2: exam on our um episode. I mean
3: on our uh, IGTV. Wasn't gonna say that, but <laughs> I, I definitely okay.
2: <laughs> I'm not showing y'all my real titties though.
3: Okay. All right. I don't like not
2: like when I say real titties, meaning like the actual bare titty.
3: That's like okay. Well, okay. Okay. But I
2: feel like you know, please examine your breasts.
3: Yeah, and there's ways to do it. You use in the shower. I think you swoosh Mm -hmm. and you go under the cup or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think we should promote that. Maybe we'll talk about it. You know. Um in the next episode what is it but this is breast cancer awareness yes. month and then november is no shave november i'm gonna be talking about it Eesh. a lot we ain't gonna I'm talk really about it right looking now looking forward to that guys um so i i, I definitely partake in talk it talk
2: about the stench of last I, night being t- left over all t- on your face i take it all right but y'all say y'all like that well Vic- women i mean is isn't, that, isn't that like babbing i don't know some people told me they haven't done it i tried it
3: did it work it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yo, anybody vab? I saw a few people said they heard about it, but has anybody tried it since we've talked about it?
2: Yeah, let us know. That
3: shit was crazy. That that vabbing. I saw the joint you posted on the IG, on our IG. Yeah. But it was. It was definitely that. That was a good picture. That was a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that is it. Now, I think we got. I think we're t- we're tapped out for this. Yeah. Um, what did you
2: learn on this episode?
3: Oh man. Um, I didn't write anything down this one, but I can honestly say mm-hmm. I learned that if we just, we just keep going and when it comes to our professional, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, it will get better and we just got to keep pushing through it. Even when it's hard, you know, it's okay to go back home. It's okay to reset. But as long as you keep focused, it will get better. I know it's hard to hear that shit when you don't got no money. Trust me, I've been there, I've been crying, I've been broke, I've been Mm -hmm. homeless, have no address, using other people's addresses. Um, But that's what I've learned, you know, and it's just a life experience. But that's it. What about you? Uh,
2: Give back.
3: That No matter how
2: far removed I get um, in my career from being from the bottom to making it to, you know, the top at an administrative level or whatever... To make sure that I help and be welcoming to other young professionals, no it's bullshit. really scary out here, it and is. it's hard to navigate this world. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that as a black woman and a black man, you earn your space where you're in. So yeah. don't question, you know, like whether or not, like, am I supposed to be here? Should I be here? You have the right to be here. You have a right. So don't question that.
3: I mean, but if you got fired for like like fucking somebody at work or something. You doing like, too much. You doing way too much. But if you, too like, much. <laughs> if you like if you got if you like just genuinely you showing up, you doing your numbers or you're trying to you are just by, Yeah,
2: I'm not talking about like, the yeah. people being lazy. Yeah, as so fuck. Uh, we
3: take take this cuz this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to weed out the fuck people with this shit because like I said, I ain't going to go there. I know we've done, but like like we've said before these women memes, you know, a lot of women be seeing these memes, they only, they ain't at that caliber to be sharing this shit. <laughs> so, you know, just because you're sharing it don't mean you at that caliber. But that's all I'm saying. That's it. Uh, this has been a... another
2: Black podcast. I am
3: Dolo and Suki. Uh, y'all stay dope. <laughs>